Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Velvet voiced. Velvet. Aren't you? Voiced. Oh, yeah. I, I like to think so. You, you, you got me drunk he, and forced me home, quote unquote. This is like a bad date. And said, hey, you want to go record? No, not really. I'm not sure. I got, how the fuck did I get you drunk? I've I, got stuff to do. I I'm doing didn't this. even purchase your beer at the brewery and you had one margarita. What are you fucking twenty-one-year-old white woman that and, didn't eat today? And then you're like, and then you're like, hey, let's go record. No, I don't know. Come on, Paul. It's like it's like you're pressuring me mm-hmm. to take my panties down. Yeah, it's because of the like you wear panties. It's like the uh, <laughs> it's the implication. Yeah. So here we are now. Here on we a are week now. Night late, late at it's night. It's nice. No it's late. Here. I'm sorry. Did you miss Jim Lehrer or sorry, something? It's like, oh, it's it's not that late. Fucking nine thirty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not that late. I. We went to Mexican. What? We we, we didn't we go to Mexican. Went to Mexican. We went to uh, we went and had some Mexican food tonight yeah, at did. Oysters, which we is did. amazing. And then because Joe's not doing anything tomorrow, he thinks that no one else is doing anything tomorrow. It's like, hey, let's record. So here we are. So, so now what, we're recording. That's what you're getting. You're getting that tonight. We also found out the that the uh, Kingman Airport Authority dot com their website. It's apparently available. It's, uh, it's 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 not exactly available. Oh. It, they don't have a website. It has the GoDaddy splash page, and it says, try and buy this website. We'll broker for you, and we'll buy it. And Paul and I were coming up with creative <laughs> things to do, to do with it. If we were to buy, how much is it? You what? should buy it and sell it to Pornhub. I think I just think that would be funny that, as shit. That would be, that would be fun. I mean, why not buy it? Why not? There's no reason not There's to. There's no reason not to buy it. So, yeah, so we are, mm-hmm. um, so I just learned this is the, this is the day. At, it happened today where they got all the kids out. This rescue thing? We're talking about the, the Thailand? Yeah, it's happened over the past 24 hours. It, okay. was, it was a process. Okay. So. Uh, Little baby Jessica fell down the well and they got her out. And they, they, I didn't even know really how this happened. You know, because people are saying, people are now mad at the guy, the soccer coach, for even well, oh, doing this. Yeah, that's because people are ignorant and fucking stupid. Okay, well, people are on Facebook saying, this is a, how the fuck did this happen? This guy should be. Uh, there's your problem right there. People are on Facebook. <laughs> that just covers. The- Old people are on Facebook. Gotcha. And causing problems. Right. Right. So, do you know what the story is? I don't know I do. how they. Okay. I do. I do know what the story is. So, they, they, they went on a hike. They went on a thing. Yeah, they went on a hike. Okay, this was a ca- this is a cave in a national park. Okay, that people uh, do people hike. they they hike into and out of all the time. They had unseasonably torrential rains. Okay, so this person couldn't it. couldn't check the forecast. And they didn't know it was going to happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you saying it? No people one knew. Hi- it was no, no one knew it was going to happen. Okay, I I'll believe you for purposes of the conversation. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't like it was a typhoon that was on the horizon that someone didn't Why is it called a typhoon? Because it's Thailand? <laughs> not T-A-I-foon. That is not or how t- you spell t- Thailand. T-H-A-I, excuse me. <laughs> or T-I-E. A typhoon. A typhoon. T-I-E. No. 
It wasn't a typhoon. T-H-A, it wasn't a typhoon. It was was abnormally torrential monsoon rains. And they didn't, it was not forecast. They did not, it was not forecast. And by the time they got into the cave, they didn't know what was going on outside because. Because they're in a. They're in a fucking cave. Cave. Yeah. By definition. So yes. so this cave is like on the edge of an island, I'm guessing, and it's right at sea level or something like that. Uh, yeah, something like that. So and it goes up going into the in there, and then there's yeah. a bunch of rain, and then it kind of blocks an area. It blocked away. Yeah, you you had a you have a channel that, or a rather passageway that went down below the water line and came back up, and, and it, that's kinda, like kind of like your toilet. And your toilet has the yes. S curve in there. Yes, that is it's called exactly. a. It, that is a gas trap. Trap, kind of like a get. And they were gassy, and they got and, trapped huh? in there. It, they exactly that is exactly what it is. I wonder how big the area was. Like if they when they were farting ten in there, square meters. Ten oh, square so meters. They, they were farting. It was kind of smelly. Ten in square. There. Oh, I'm sure. Well, they were shitting in there. Dude, they were in there since June twenty fourth or something like that. Shitting a lot. How much food did they have? I don't know? fucking know, man. That's what we're talking but about. But it was Thai food, so it was probably like <laughs> oh, oh god, probably was very healthful. Uh, no, this the guy that the guy that took them in there was their coach, soccer coach, right. Good dude, trying to show these boys what's up. And I, I read a bio on the coach. Okay, grew, dude grew up dirt poor. Parents are dead. A Thai guy. Thai guy. Okay, right. And incent. He was also a teacher, and he incentivized these kids. He was like, if you do, you know, these good things in school, if you do well in school, then we'll go. I'll I'll buy everybody new cleats, or I'll buy new jerseys, or we'll all go to this soccer match. Okay. And he was a teacher, and he did. The, he was also their coach, and he would do that for him. Like he was a good dude. He may have exercised some poor judgment going out of the cave with them, but I mean, it, it could have happened. I'm telling you right now, man. Just in just in Boy Scouts alone, when I was a kid, the amount of dumb shit that, or not dumb shit, but risky shit that we did, right? That could have resulted in something like what's going on with those kids. It, it's it probably could have happened at least once or twice a year. Okay, there's a, a lot here's of here's an analogy. Shit. Here's an analogy. All right, I think it, it this could be a fair analogy. Okay, so a handful of years ago here, call it six years ago. Right, we had the uh, down there at uh, Havasupai Falls uh, during the monsoon season, but it wasn't really forecast necessarily. Right, is people were down there doing their thing. I've been down there, I've camped before, whatever. And the in this fucking torrential monsoon mm-hmm. came around. And flooded the whole area. People had to cross. I think someone was killed, weren't they? A couple of people. I think that a couple of folks that were killed actually. Okay, and then so you had to crawl up the side of the you know cliffs and stuff because it was all this massive waters getting mm-hmm. funneled down from the canyon, and here it comes roaring down, have a soup high, and they couldn't get out. You know, it it, it changed the 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 face. It, it changed several of the falls. and yeah. fucked it all up. Yeah. 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 So so that's kind of a comparison. I mm-hmm. say. So it's kind of monsoon season there, and it could have had. I mean, so if you want to be totally precautious. And not to get anything done, you could have just not gone because it was monsoon season, I guess. Which, yeah, you again, could is have a little bit precautionary. I mean, it's way over precautionary, maybe over a bit, top. a bit too much. But it's okay. like, what risks do you take? Right, like you, know, you can step out into traffic and get hit. Right, that kind of thing. Like usually when I go flying, as you know, I'm just like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, take, take this thing down. I don't you, care. Yeah, yeah. There was that one time we got in your plane. And you're like, listen, I'm, I've been having a real bad day, so like, yeah. You might have to talk me up a little bit because like otherwise we're, we're taking it down. If I'm getting shifty-eyed, kind of like sweating, but, well, you scratching m- my back of my neck a lot or something. <laughs> Do you, <laughs> wow. Do you remember when we, uh, before we went to Lobster Fest and how little nutty? Shout out to 
Marty and Vicky. Oh yeah. Um, and and we flew out. You're like, listen, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to fly for at least two weeks after this because they're medical. Thing. Oh yeah, I'll, because I, I had to get my. You uh, had to get an appointment, and you you couldn't get in for like two weeks. So your your actual right. license. It, it, it was the last day whatever. I could legally fly yeah. on my medical until I had another physical. Right. Which is to me, it's a real testament to your uh, virtue and honesty because who the fuck? When was the last time you got checked? Well, like, you, who, did you ever get pulled over in the sky? Uh, no. However, and we're not going down this aviation. No, 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 no. But, but anyway, yeah. But however, there's another person in town that has the same exact date, if you will, because we go together to get Ooh. our physicals. Yeah. <laughs> Does a doctor use one hand for each one of your testicles and check? They're like, was, turn your head and cough. I was wondering and how long, how long during an aviation medical do you keep your pants down? I mean, is there a normal? I'm surprised you guys put your pants on. <laughs> We should show up cartoon casual. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so anyway, but yet, no, most, a lot of people say fuck it. They just fly anyway. If something does happen, you can get reprimanded pretty hard. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Actually, you don't go to prison or something. They uh, they're going to throw you in prison. They're not endangering really anybody but They don't yourself. separate you from your children and put you in a cage. Oh, <laughs> oh. dang. <laughs> oh, see what I did there? Oh, goddamn libtard. You just love it or leave it. Barted back down to, down to topical. Wow. Anyway. All right. So these kids were in there. The kids were in the cave. And their baby Jessica and fell down and the they're well. They're shitting and farting and it's smelling pretty bad. And how long have they been in there? Seriously, how long were they in there? Three weeks or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Like it was, I think it was June 24th. I'm going to assume because they're in a cave with no communication whatsoever. Like none. So June 20, uh, let's call it June 24th. That was a Sunday. Right. Then the first and then the eighth. So uh, two weeks plus a, you know, plus two days. So yeah. Like 16 days, over two weeks. Do you think they were able to train a, a fish or a mammal and tie a note to its dorsal fin? And No. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so, So too. no communication, I'm guessing. No, people knew where they were. They just couldn't get to them. They couldn't figure out how to do it. And then they sent in the uh, those divers. The SEAL divers. Which happened to be uh, Navy SEALs, Thai Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, the one, one of them died. Mm-hmm. The one guy died uh, bringing extra oxygen because what they were doing is they were bringing oxygen tanks through them. And there's one one area in the oh, freaks me out just talking about it. Like I would I will be scuba certified by the end of the year. I, that's just a that is a thing that I want to do. I was resort certified in Mexico, which basically doesn't fuck. There was like count. a like a tight area going through the birth canal. It or was something, so either. tight that you couldn't fit through it. I I I I, I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, but Thai people could. because they're Yeah, kind of, little tiny slender people could get through. Yeah. The divers couldn't get through with their tanks on. They had so to they take, had to take they their had to tanks s- and go through. The tanks and... off. I've seen... I've watched cave diving videos, and it just gives me fucking anxiety. As a big guy, I don't like, like tight spaces. It just fucking freaks oh. me out. I don't get claustrophobic. You like, want to get ready to freak out because this is something I'd freak out too. Oh, I can't fuck... How about, yeah. how about we talk about this? Let's sure. talk through my anxiety. So here, here's a thing. There's a thing in North Georgia. Um <laughs> The clan. <laughs> you spell it with a K. We spell it with a C. Uh-huh, okay? I, I bet you do. <laughs> there's this area of uh, spelunking, and there's this area, and I, I can't. People are going to know this. Maybe we have all of our fans in North Georgia just listening. You know, they, you know, they listen. They have one of those old radios. All the family gets around the fireplace, and they listen to like they did. Oh my God, the talking Roosevelt talk. <laughs> when they. T- the yeah, the cartoon casual fireside chat. What an <laughs> asshole! I can't believe that you would even compare us to him. That's so bad. So, so, so in North Georgia, they have this air, this spelunking area, and 
if it's a cave, it's kind of big. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like kind of the thing we have here in Seligman, not Seligman. Excuse me. Um, yes. Uh, is it in Out by Seligman. Towards Seligman. Grand Canyon Caverns. Thank yeah. you. I've never been there. So that's kind of small in some areas, mm-hmm. but not really. It's big and whatever. It's still kind of weird down there. But um, here's the freaky part. This area. There's an area you go down in there, and there's these two big like sloped long shelves of granite or something, and they're like a foot apart or two feet apart and it goes on for like a quarter of a mile uh-huh. and you go down in there actually you don't i don't i don't even want but to. some people I think shim- i could fit but you could go down in there and just shimmy through this narrow area like a foot and a half thick for like a quarter of a mile and go up this hill and you're in the dark and it's in this cave and this 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 area that's just you're kind of squished in there big flat surface above you one mm-hmm. below you and no, thank you. No. I'm I, sweaty. I, Can we turn on the fucking air conditioning? Here's what I'm thinking. Here's I'm what happens. Out. Is the earth at that point just go, the earth just goes, burp. <laughs> you know, just literally not even a fucking burp. Like, yeah. just like a little bit of food settling in your yeah. gut. And then like, just, and just it, what if it, what if you're, you're kind of tight, but you can two make inches. it. And then it goes, and yeah. now you're wedged. And that's exactly how, that's what, how I think. But then again, I'm also the same asshole who's like, I don't, you know, I say dumb shit like, uh. I don't, you know, I don't want my kid to give my eulogy and be like, oh, it was a long, hard-fought battle with cancer. Or he had a massive heart attack. No, I want my fucking heart to explode around a bunch of hookers while I'm gacked out on the highest quality Colombian bam oh, bam. You want- I don't. I want. I want. Or a plane crash. No offense. <laughs> a plane sure. crash. Something spectacular. Not right. a chunk of the earth decided to settle so at that point. You want to do. You want to pull an end whistle. Yes, yes. <laughs> I remember. I my dad and I were supposed to go to the concert that was two days after that. Yep. He had tickets purchased. Wow. We were going to go. Did it you was two thousand three? Did they refund him? Of course they did. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, and and uh, I was going to go to that, but then I was super disappointed. My dad goes, "Ah, you know, if you're going to go out, you might as well be seventy years old, right. have your heart explode at the Hard Rock Hotel with a bunch of mid stroke and in like di- like balls deep in a str- in a stripper." Or are, something. are they? Is that pretty much confirmed? That's what he was. It's uh, absolutely one hundred percent confirmed, okay. and no one was shocked. Like uh, Pete Townsend came out and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not surprised. He's been doing that since the late '60s." Like, like he, a lot you know, of coke. You, coke was his thing. Coke was his thing. Yeah. Listen to his bass lines. You'll understand it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the spelunking thing. I just don't. I don't like that. Like tight fucking. Spaces. So they're in there for twenty. You said three weeks. Yeah, about three or two and a half weeks, something like that. So you you kind of wonder if they were going. I mean, there's some conversations about this thing. I wonder if they really think about who they're going to eat. Oh wow. You know, but you want to also wonder. If, Jesus. If the air. I like how you went straight to cannibalism. <laughs> it was two weeks. They weren't even that. Like was, and. It was like somebody. Uh, here you go. It's up on the news. There it is. The paper. Oh, if it's if it's if they're eating each other, is it back to the original dumb joke? Is it Thai food, or do they just call it food because they're Thai? Right. right. It's so awful. And if they eat each other, is it does it taste like you know, if you eat a bear that's feasted on a lot of berries? It hey, tastes, hey, like, Paul, do you like Thai food? <laughs> if you're from Thailand, would you eat yourself? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh God. I'm so glad that they're all out though. Like no, all of them. They, that, that was fantastic. They, they all made it out. The coach made it out. I don't I know if they're going to let him be a coach anymore. I guess Elon Musk didn't get a chance to make his little submarine thing. No, but I do like what he did. And I don't think that was a PR stunt because he didn't even, he said, uh, we're going to help and we're going to try and do this with this oxygen tank. I watched video of them testing it in the pool. With the I I saw that like these divers like bringing it through and then they bring it up out of the carried up out of the 
uh, out of the pool. And they're like, all right, depressurizing in three, two, one. They do this, and then they pull like a little hatch off, and there's a dude in there. I was like, oh, my God. They put a guy in there. Well, here's the thing. Now they have this thing, and even if it's not done, it's almost done. Now they got a rescue kind of vehicle. Absolutely. They keep it around. Absolutely. And, you know, and, it, it and it's smart. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's. I thought that was kind of cool. It was cool. And... I, like I said, I don't think it was a uh, I don't think it was a uh, publicity stunt per se. Mostly because he he said, "Yeah, we're going to help and we're going to do this." And then he posted a couple of the videos of them helping, but he didn't tell anybody that he like he didn't make it public that he was going to Thailand to talk to them and Wait, say, "Hey, this is all this is all for you guys." He da, da, da. said they were helping. They never got it, there to do anything with him, he, though, did they? Oh not? yeah, no, he went and walked in the fucking cave like like eighteen hours ago. Oh, he did. Okay, yeah, like uh, he was. He's like he he went into like the beginning area of the cave. Okay. Yeah, that that was just a uh, I don't know. It was a it was a bad situation. I'm really glad that it had like kind of a happy ending. It's unfortunate the one gentleman died, and you know he's a national hero, did international you, hero. Did you and all say? That. Did you read how he? Because I I didn't know. I'm a little bit behind the curve on this whole. I'm not, I know the story was happening, but how did he? What happened to the guy? Oh, what happened? How did he die? Yeah, do you know? Thai food poisoning. Uh huh. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I like how it took you a second. You're like, you fucking tool. <laughs> Do you know, I mean, did he, did a, did a valve break? Did he go spraying around in the, I think it was under, under the water. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think it's okay. misjudged. I knew it had something to do with him. He drowned. He drowned okay. in the cave. I'm sorry. So, I'm so Trump, would class, by... Trump would classify him as not being a hero because he didn't survive. You know, he would be, I like my heroes. I like the heroes that don't get, get caught, captured. Right. That kind of thing. Oh, he's such a fucking dickbag. Sorry, anyway, I'm sorry, people that are Trump fans are not. I'm not. You know, that was a shit thing to say. It was absolutely, and people go, "Well, I don't like." You know, McCain's a rhino anyway. It doesn't fucking matter. You don't say yeah. that. Uh -huh. You just don't say that. Does he have a? You think he does it on purpose, or does he have no filter? Does Trump have a filter? I don't think he has a filter. Is a which filter, I think kind of works for him. Sure, know? it's the people that like him. It's and, like what we were talking about before uh, we got it came on. Started recording was the uh, where you said to Angela Merkel, whatever you, however you want me to pronounce her name. Well, you said something like Merkel. It is Merkel. It's pr it pronounced Angela Merkel. That's that's I've heard people say Germans that. Germans say that. like Angela Merkel, and then you fucking you're like, oh, okay, that's okay, that's how you say it. Okay, and then I'm wrong. It's fine. It what happens. Did, what did Merkel? Oh, you said that Trump shook her. Hey, what's that? Is that an airplane? Huh. Huh. Isn't that odd? Anyway, um, when he sat down, and this was like uh, over a year ago, I think, um, he sat down with her and I said, Donald Trump and they're talking about owe NATO, us. and he said, you guys owe us a trillion dollars. And the more I read into it, the more I'm like, well, that's not the best way to say it, but, I mean, call a spade a spade. Like, it's... Right. If they didn't pay their fair share into NATO, then, and, and compound in over Is that supposed years, to be true? Allegedly, yeah, because they haven't hardly paid shit into it. I so whatever. So now, the, now that you said that, now we're all happy and all together with NATO, mm -hmm. ha, 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 holding hands. Hilarious. Are they paying it? I oh, have no they, idea. Is this going to be dragged out like child support that never gets paid off? Like they're going to pay us like fifty bucks a year <laughs> or something? Okay, that would be kind of funny. <laughs> Instead of like a payment arrangement, <laughs> motherfucker. That would be good shit. And they're like, all right, we're going to give you fifty-five dollars a month <laughs> until. For the in perpetuity, thirty one oh five. Oh man, you got Anderson Cooper up here. Man, it's fucking it's Silver Fox. Oh my god, I know you're turned on by him. I mean, I know he's an attractive man. He's a hero. 
A true patriot. I don't know if that's true or not. Yes. No, I just... So, um, I like so, him. I like so, him. I like so him because he didn't bat an eye. Remember a few weeks ago, uh, a couple weeks ago, they had that uh, the the shooting at the paper, newspaper. I mean, it was yes. last week. The shooting at the newspaper. Yes. And he had one of the people that was like crouched under a desk that one of the people that was shot and killed, she was like cradling him like in her lap mm-hmm. after it. Like, and he died and he was interviewing her and he, she's like, you know, I, 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 I appreciate that people are thinking about us. Um, and then she said something about Trump. I, I, she goes, I, you know, I appreciate the president making a statement and everything, but thoughts and prayers, they don't mean a fucking thing to me. She said that on live television, thoughts her. and prayers don't mean a fucking they, thing to they me because they really don't, they don't do anything at all. It's a, there's a, oh, I can't think of the goddamn comedian's name. I, I do my best to post that video whenever somebody's like, Oh, thoughts and prayers. I can't think yeah. of the guy's name. I can see him and he has this bit that goes something like, uh, anytime, you know, I wake up, I know when a national tragedy or an international tragedy has happened because I wake up to text messages that say, don't, please don't, you're gonna, you're gonna upset some people. And then I look and find out what it is. And it was, this person was shot or these things, bad things happen. And I see thoughts and prayers and like, Oh, thoughts and prayers. That's really great. I don't you know what thoughts and prayers do. They, all they do is call, they, nobody gives no, and none of the people that are victims, they don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. Right. It's, if, it's, if, you're, it's, if you've really experienced one of those levels of tragedy and you happen to, for some reason, weird reason, you're on social network, you know, Facebook the next day or something. Those people aren't. And you, those are, that was I know part of his bit. Yeah, you know, they're, are, they're doing God, you know, they're, they're not going to, they're just. They're un- taking care of, they're cleaning the blood out of their fucking clothes right. or, or setting up psych, psychiatric appointments or identifying so, bodies. But if they morgue. happen to look across that. And they'll, and they'll, I, I can promise you the most. I, maybe if you're really religious, maybe you you would think that you appreciate someone saying prayers to your family. May, if maybe. somebody came up to me and gave me a hug and said, "Hey, our thoughts and prayers are with you," I'm not a religious person, but I would appreciate them saying that. But being so fucking lazy as to do it on social media, go fuck yourself. I think I would because rather have all they're doing. All that is is them going, "Look at me. Look at the good that I just did for exactly. this person." Here's That's all I, it is. Here's what I'd rather have. I'd rather if I were ran into somebody. Sorry. <laughs> what would you rather have? I'm not sure I could really. No, I would totally mind. use a tragedy to get a blowjob. Okay. I, I absolutely would. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not, I, I was going to go somewhere else. Oh, with that, okay. Anyway. Sorry. Um, I, I, what I, I think the most thing, if someone were to come up to me and rather than say anything, I think it would mean a lot more to me personally if they gave me this really not letting me go kind of hug. Yeah. And didn't say a fucking word. Yeah, for me personally. Yeah, absolutely. Because that what what you don't say says more. It absolutely is. The silence is, is 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 a real virtue. I get that. I was thinking if you're going to say thoughts and prayers, right. it's much better to do it in person. Don't do it on fucking social media, right? Because right. you're kind of a pisshead for doing it. Anyway, like, regardless, I, I kind of steer away from um, like in some people do. We know we have friends, obviously, on Facebook that have that have personal tragedies, it, whether it's from a pet or to, or to a son or a daughter. Something of course. Something that's really horrible. I, in general, I might have a, I might send a sad face at the moment. I really don't say anything. Wow. You just send somebody an emoji? No. How, I'm just how saying. How fucking caring of you, Paul. I'm just saying. I would not say. Did you get a frowny face with an eggplant and water no. shooting off of it? <laughs> what a fucking dick. <laughs> Look, I'm saying I wouldn't say anything, usually, and I wouldn't even like, say that. Just send probably. a frowny face. What no, a fucking a, asshole. Wah, wah. Usually, I just send a laughing face. Oh, I heard your son died of leukemia. 
Ha <laughs> ha, big laughing well, thing. Or, sure. Oh, God. Ray Diaz. I, I can't wait for Zen to hear this, but Zen will remember this conversation. We were, I was on the uh, Double D podcast, and Ray was like, I don't understand why everybody's so upset. The kid was only a year and a half old. It's not. Oh, I remember that. It's not like anybody had known him for very long. Oh, my God. How do you get upset? The kid was only a year and a half old. And I'm like. Didn't really accomplish anything. I mean, leave a mark. Seriously, it was me. It was me, Cardo, Ray, Zen, and Robert. And Zen and I looked across each other at the table, (laughs) like with our eyes wide open, like, oh, my God. It was like a Cardo. Cardo told a really horrible fucking racist joke, mm-hmm. which he feels like is okay because he's sci- he's kind of brown. He's kind of you know he's handicapped. Brown. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Why? Because he's like fifty eight. Why is he? Ha- ha- is he's he- just a couple years older than me. Yeah, he's not. He was born. <laughs> yes, he, he, is. he is younger than you. You said he, he was fifty eight. I know. I was joking. Oh, he, I, I have no idea how old he is. He, no he was born in sixty six. Like, oh, he's he he's, fu- okay, he's fucking younger than you. I no, mean, but lo- I, I, he I has, really would. He has less neck than you. So. Few, fewer neck. Fewer neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has. You have fewer chins than him. He oh. has. <laughs> he has drummer's chin. He does have drummer's chin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Is that a, Hold on. Let me look up ICD. <laughs> look up drummer's ICD 10 <laughs> medical coding. Yeah, that is absolutely drummer's drummer's chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What is a drummer's chin? Well, it's when your 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 mouth doesn't shut all the way from sucking so much dick. <laughs> it's, it's I hope Zen's listening to this in his fucking postal truck right now, oh, pissing God. himself. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Cardo. He he said, "Uh, oh, I can't remember the the punchline or the the lead up to the joke. Like, uh, what what's another name for a cocoon? Uh, Nene." <laughs> You can't even say it. I can't it. say it. I'm not going to say it. Cocoon. I, it's a cocoon. Okay. Oh, I think I might yeah. know where this is going. Yeah, and I was like. Let's not even say it. Joe. No, fucking me, Ray, Zen, all looked at each other. Nobody laughed. Cardo was laughing because he has drummer's chin. <laughs> he was laughing like a fucking hyena. We were all just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like, holy That cow. was the same episode where we talked about, uh, we were talking about r- racist restaurants, Black Sambo's. You guys were talking. We were. We no. We we were on on the Double D podcast. Oh, we we're talking about okay. racist restaurant names. Yeah, there's and Sambo, Cardo brought yeah, up. Yeah, Sambos. Black Sambos. What's another one? I think that was it. That's all we came up with. It was racist. It was like racist product names. Sambos came up. Oh, okay. Spick and Span. Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima. Stuff like that. Mrs. Okay. Butterworth. Gotcha. And then I was like, yeah, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Cracker Barrels. <laughs> It's pretty racist. They're like, really? Why? I'm like, yeah, every time I drive by one, I get really offended because it's Cracker. And Cardo goes, yeah, like you've ever driven past a they Cracker the, Barrel. Before there was Atlanta Braves, they were the Georgia Crackers. Wow. Oh, you didn't, I think you didn't know that? No, I didn't fucking know that. I'm, Which is more offensive, the Atlanta Braves? <laughs> like, it, it, well, they went from one 20, to the other. Well, if you look at it in 2018, like the, through the 2018 lens, which I really hate oh. us going back into history. Let, let's just recognize that that shit was like that. It's like Stanhope. Mm-hmm. Doug Stanhope talks about the treadmill. Yes. Is it the treadmill? Yeah, the treadmill of offensive terms, whereas right. you had idiot and moron and savant and did all these things that were they were medical terms. They were medical terminology and now they're and considered now they're, they're not, not good. And yeah. just like and then like they went off, they dropped off the back of the treadmill and like re- and retard was, was re- our retard. Re- well that was an retard. actual retard. Re- retarded. Yeah, retarded. Mental, mentally retarded. Yeah. <laughs> or like arc. The arc, you know, in, in town, the where you drop off, like it's like Goodwill. 
You mean the art, the new arch? No, arc. <laughs> no. <laughs> go ahead. Should I drop off my 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 goods at the arch? Is that what you're saying? I should. You should. You should go down there. Maybe that'll help the lights get turned on properly. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just go there and drop off a bunch of clothing items and and uh, and Can't. and cr- here's a here's a funny thing. So so um, please please <laughs> funny, please say something funny. funny. Be so, more funny. So my my parents were uh, shopping at some bullshit place with a, a friend of theirs, and they're all glider people. They're at some gliding event somewhere, and they Pier all one imports. Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, and they're they're because they're they're wasting time because the weather's crappy and they can't fly or something. So they're going around and. Um, and so are my friend Dennis as his wife Molly, and Molly's finding some crap to buy. Dennis and Molly sound like they drive a Yukon. <laughs> they kind of they shop at do. Pier One. Yeah, so two point five kids. So she goes, she picks up this item, and Dennis is you know thirty feet away. Oh, Dennis, do you know where this is going to look great in, or something like that? He goes, our next garage sale. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Dennis, it was one of the park. funniest fucking line. You, you're going to remember that, aren't you? you and, oh, absolutely. And, but hey, then what there can was, we do with this? Put it for sale out of the garage sale. That's what we like, can do. Oh, you know what this is? <laughs> Next garage sale. And, and But then you get the Arrested Development voiceover that, that says, and that was the last time Dennis got laid. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. I like that. It's, it is It is funny. Because think of how many how much crap we... You're moving right now. Think of how much crap you... I bet you've asked more than once, why in the... F- my trash Fuck. can had three inches of water in the bottom of it this morning. That was it. Right. Starting this morning. Right. It is as I was leaving. As I was, I have one of the big well, trash city, cans. It was like the, the big trash. Yes, yeah, yeah. the big tall green ones. They're like yeah. eighty gallons, something like that. Maybe hundred gallons, something sure. like they're big ones. And uh, when I left my house this afternoon, after spending very maybe two hours, mm-hmm. it was full. Completely full. Well, sometimes and, you, know, you don't have a lot of stuff, and you're, of course, you were, you were sharing I, a house, that kind of thing. I accumulate things, though. Yeah, but but if when you move, actually, when you own a house and you move somewhere, I'm going to make an advice right here to everybody: just go ahead and get, just go and get a dumpster dropped off at your house. Absolutely. I mean, seriously, just don't even fuck with it. It's one of the things I scheduled today was the uh, uh, like ex- excess like trash pickup thing. Right. Yeah. So and, you have so that the question is: we're talking about all this crap that you accumulate. And, and, I, and I, I can remember it. You go through any, any, some of the items here, too. You just look at and go, why do I still have that? I have no idea. It has no meaning at this point. There's no Well, there's I no do it with value. clothes. Yeah, well, clothes is easy, though. Yeah. Because they get kind of worn and torn. And well, then, see, that's the thing, though. Like, with, with me, they don't necessarily get worn or torn. It's usually, well, they do get torn. Because I'm a fucking klutz, which we're going to talk about when we come back from a break. Okay. About how much of a klutz, uh, klutz me, you, and Mike were tonight at that dinner. That was awesome. It was... Like Dorf goes to Mexican food. It was so fucking red green or something like that. It was so ridiculous. Anyway, uh, yeah, like with clothes, I just went through. In fact, I took a giant, giant trash bag to the point where the 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 bag. Oh, that was that. Yeah, I thought it was our board that went out, but it was actually your orb. Orb went lifeless. Your orb orb is no longer orby. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, uh, yeah, I took a huge bag of clothes over to Ark. Okay. What I was going to say was they call it ARC because it's it stand, still stands for Association for Retarded Citizens, which when ARC oh. was started in the 60s or 70s, that was completely, yeah. it was better than calling them waterheads or mongoloids. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm serious. Like, that's what that, that was the disparaging term back then and uh, but, mentally retarded. But was or, it waterhead for a specific ailment, not just? Well, yeah, that's, I mean, they're called waterheads because they're encephalitis. Okay. If okay. you're born with encephalitis or you had encephalitis because of a fever when you're a baby or something like that, it'll okay. make you all, uh-uh. 
you know so but they called them that was like a disparaging term it was calling them waterheads you know it's like well, yeah, it's like, like people yeah. calling calling mexicans wetbacks but the the reason they're called the 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 term the etymology of the term wetback is from swimming across the rio grande sure. except nobody fucking does that anymore well, i mean people do that sure. but that's uh, nine times out of ten. If you meet somebody who's from Mexico who lives here, they didn't swim That's across swimming the fucking across the Rio, Rio Grande. Grande. Yeah. Just like every guy or every person who's quote unquote mentally retarded is not a waterhead, but it was a shitty term. Yeah. And mentally retarded was the um, accepted term back then. But yeah, ARC stands for Associated for Retarded Citizens. Is yeah, RK is RK national organization? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And fine, it might even be international, but okay. that's why I always donate to because Goodwill is eh, they're a little too profitable for me. I will buy things there. I don't donate things to Goodwill because ARC they desperately need. So I quality speaking things, of Goodwill, anyway. I was driving by there today or yesterday, dropping something off the helium tank for the. That's what it was the first Friday. All the helium balloons that we did. Anyway, and then gave it to Goodwill. No. <laughs> We have fucking bum, bums trying to get high. Or I was what? Like, uh, in fact, in fact, no, that's the wrong street. So I was, I was going somewhere else. Anyway, this there's a sign covering over the big sign of the new Goodwill place that says this location is now closed or something. What new Goodwill place? They there was there was a Goodwill place. The drop off, the old on Stockton Hill. That was a few years ago, and then there's now a Goodwill store, whatever on Bank. Not Bank, excuse me. Yeah, no, not Bank. There's a drop off center on Airway. Airway. That building, the old drop-off center that was on Stockton Hill Road, they closed down. Right, go on Airway now, and yeah. there's a big sign out in front, oh. a big monument sign up, you know, twenty feet or something like that. And there's a big plastic condom over it, mm-hmm. you know, that says this location is now closed or this is closed. Or Interesting. Something. Oh. Maybe they're just using the big Goodwill store, which is where we're playing footsie. But Get your foot off my toe. Fuck off. I'm a free man. I do what I want. Where was, uh, where's the, where's the Goodwill, uh, you said the Sunbix store or something? It used to be, it was where, where, uh, Beals Outlet used to be. Next to Big Five. People don't give a fuck about this. People are in right now in Ohio it's really going, f- really? Really? We have, we have a few international guests too that are going, well, I have well, no idea. Well, they're gonna have like the one guy who's in fucking Afghanistan listening to this going, all right, these guys are fucking chuckleheads. We do have a few international. We do. Although I assume that there are people who use VPNs, Josh Gagno. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, it was like tapering down the amount of garbage that I have, like just bullshit. Yeah. And then, of course, like today we're going through the garage and stuff with the guy who owns the house because he had some stuff. And I forgot that there's an attic above the garage where I had some of my stuff and some of my dad's stuff. And, uh, and do you want any of this stuff at this I, point? I don't. Most of it I don't want. Some of it is it's just it's family stuff. It's like right. – um, my uh, uh, grandfather wanted to make sure my grandma died in 95 Portia was or 96 and Portia was born four years later my grandfather wanted to make sure that Portia um, that, that he took the service there's a service for 12 something like that or 16 and he split up like dishware like a depression glassware very beautiful oh, nice. like that real bright green Right, so that that's stuff. that's different. That's worth something. That's, and that's it's what's well, it's it's and it's it literally has Porsche's name handwritten on it by my grandfather. Oh. And he wrote it on there. She was maybe six okay. months old. That's an exception. To that's all these an things. exception. Yeah, but there's stuff like that. There's there's a whole box of stuff of my dad's that is. Uh, I mean, like his senior senior picture, and it might have my dad's diploma. Okay, from so, 1972 stuff that I don't need, right. but I had it because my dad and I lived together. Sure, dad moved away. I became the custodian of, of that stuff and, and that property. And for whatever reason, he just never came up to Kingman and got like the four boxes or whatever. But I also found a box full of books that I forgot I had. 
<sighs> you know, a book was on the top. I'm so ashamed. Uh, I don't know. I know how I got this, and I don't want to publicly shame the person. Mein Kampf. No, worse. Worse somehow. than Mein Kampf. Worse than Mein Kampf. Because uh, at least Mein Kampf was about a struggle. Uh, the art of the deal. Oh, my God, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Bo said. He goes, what the fuck, man? I thought we were friends. Like, he he got he was standing on the on the ladder, and I was like, look at this shit. He goes, what the fuck? And he got all, I'm like, dude, dude, I've had this for fucking 20 years. So probably. sorry if any listeners remaining that are, again, Trump, I didn't purchase it. Okay, I got it from a guy named Chance. Chance and I used to be really close friends. He mm-hmm. was in my wedding. Um, and he hand, he gave it to me because I had thought about maybe starting up a business. He already had three successful businesses at that, that point. That wedding And he out. gave me, shut up. And he handed me, he gave me this book. And I was like, oh, Donald Trump. Okay, well, I'll read this. And I did. And it's, I mean, it's informative because sure. the guy was definitely a shyster when it comes to business. Yeah, he knows how to work all the loopholes and whatnot, sure. which is which is fine. What business is, sometimes. It, it really is. No, I really, I mean, it's, yeah. it, exactly. But anyway, yeah, the art of the deal. But there was also just a bunch of other horse shit books in there. But I did kind of go half go through it, but I ended up having more stuff than I thought and a bunch of stuff that I just can't get rid of. Now, the books... Most of the books are my father's, and they're not not really anything to speak of. However, there's a few first edition Louis L'Amour books in there that I forgot. Okay, so that that's, had. that's Things obviously like that. like that's stuff got like value, that. obviously. That has value. Like we talked about, if it doesn't yeah. have immediate value to your life and, and you use it, or if you haven't used enough, you know, or if it has, if it has some sort of monetary value, yeah, like then we keep if it. You don't give a, if you don't give a shit about it, but it's got worth money, like right. more than a few dollars. I mean, if it's yeah. worth... You know, well, well, there's something. a there's a Louis L'Amour, Ansel Adams like joint book that somebody decided to put together, mm-hmm. and Louis and Ansel Adams it was a shot, uh, it was a picture from each state that Ansel Adams took, and then Louis L'Amour wrote nice. a, wrote a description about each. The, it was like the, a big book, state. like big photo, like yes. big pages. Yeah, you, know, you could really look at them. And, and it was they only did one run of it. It was like oh. my my dad bought it, and he's like, it cost my dad well over a hundred dollars when it was brand new, and that was twenty mm-hmm. years ago, twenty five years ago. Cool. So I'm sure it's worth it's probably something. a nice book anyway, just to look through. It's it probably, it really is a neat book to look through because Louis L'Amour wrote a description about each state and what he loved about each state, okay. and then he put in there what any books that he wrote right. about that state or anything like that. So that was kind of cool. But most of that shit, I just don't fucking need. So when my father passed away, we got we talked about this before, probably in this show, but we got a long construction dumpster. Threw away so much crap. Threw I threw away stuff that was like you're talking about his stuff, but he's gone, and I don't have any kids or anything. But you know there was. You know, his yearbooks from his high school and stuff like that. Should have donated those back to the high school. Eh, okay, well, that was a thought, but we didn't do But you're that. like, I should donate these. Right. Donate them to the dump. There's a lot of other books in there, too. Now, everything aviation, the older books, there were some first edition stuff from old aviation and some German stuff, too, that he'd gotten over the years that I took all of that and sold it uh, to a guy that's a collector, a very well-known collector here in the West Coast. So that went to a good place. Yeah, that's really cool. A proper yeah. kind of library of his. And probably that shit's going to get... In fact, I know he's got a nephew who's eaten up with the same aviation type of topic and antique sailplanes. I mean, we're talking a perfect person to take care of that stuff or arrange to have go to a real museum or something along those lines. But there's so much... Per- like from the Air Force, he was... I have the had this big picture of him as graduating class. You're, in, this is your the father? Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, got, I just threw all that shit away. Wow. Because there's no... You know, but I kept some stuff because I've got... I have his original logbook. 
his his logbook. I've got. In fact, it's upstairs, right right up that's there. That's really important. That's a that's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, and uh, it's a, a, his first glider logbook, actually. Yeah, and his other one too. But anyway, they're in there. Okay, here's a fun personal fact of my family's. My first glider flight um, was um, uh, in the. Uh, my mother was pregnant with me, but she didn't really know it. She was only like like a a month or two. You know, sometimes you can skip a, your right. period. I guess that's what I'm told, Joe. You can skip your period. Right, Joe? Can you skip your period? Well, I feel like I'm on one now. Uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, so here's what's cool. So I was told for years and years and years and years and years that the, my first glider flight, my mother was pregnant with me. And I went, oh, okay. I, I heard this from all over the place. It's a family story. Now my father dies. I happen to find his, his glider logbook that was back in the 60s when I would have been born. So I'm thumbing through and thumbing through and going, Okay, so here's a flight where he took like December of yeah, yeah December exactly. of sixty two. I, I, like I can that. show you the logbook entry. So yeah, it shows the entry in there, and then um, uh, he was taking my mother for a, a flight, obviously because she was pregnant with me, and then he, she had my sister who was a year old about on her lap. It was November of sixty two because it was right because the next entry yep the next entry below that entry went, oh that's the entry when I, uh, I was pregnant okay i can see it there it is the next entry he was called out he was taking a glider flight he got they called him back from the airport to go back to the base because it says he, he wrote real big letters cuba it was a cuban missile, cuban crisis. missile crisis yeah and he right. got he got called out on alert <laughs> that's right I've, there i've got that logbook so that's that, one of the coolest things ever. You, what, here's what you need to do with that logbook. Do you have a scanner or a copier? Here? Oh, yeah, yeah. You should take all of the pages of that and scan them. You, re- I, you, re- I should, you really should. Here's also what Before I want to do. Before you punch your card, you need to fucking do that. Here's what I really ought to do, too. And since we have a downtown place, be, they could do this, right? This would be kind of badass. I was thinking of scanning that one page. Uh-huh. Has an entry in there and and putting it on like a T-shirt, kind of at an angle, and people would know that it was a logbook entry. You'd say, "Oh, that's a logbook. What's up with that?" And I'd say, "That's my first flight right there." You know, my mother was pregnant. You know, have it like on a wow. shirt. Maybe put it on like the front of a pair of pants. That way, they look at your cock. So this is a bad idea, is what you're telling me. Yeah, I think that's not a good. Oh, idea. Oh, come on! What's wrong with being on a shirt? Because you, anything you put on a shirt just kind of becomes a little cheapened and, and commercialized. <laughs> as you're wearing a cartoon casual shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through that sentence, which I did not think through very well, <laughs> I realized how stupid it was going to sound. I said, ah, fuck it. Take her down. All right. May- hey. Maybe you're right. We'll take a break here. Maybe you're right. But to wear that like a Tehachapi at one of these aviation seminars, that, can, that would be a different thing. Again, that leads, it lends more, even more credence to your last name in the community. You know, it really does. What does? Which that ha- that the fact that you're fucking the next <laughs> the next journal entry after your first oh uh, was the Cuban missile in crisis. utero flight yeah was the Cuban missile crisis and it's written down in your dad's logbook I'm sure that there are lots of people there are literally dozens of people on the face of the planet that would love to read that when I was telling this joke or not this joke but the story I was doing a presentation in Tehachapi a few years ago. I was oh my first glider was in utero and I went that didn't sound right my mother's uterus was not that big I didn't have a flight. it really it, I didn't have a flight in <laughs> there was there was there are no updrafts and whatnot <laughs> in my mother's uterus we take a break yeah let's take a break because Paul needs it oh, we'll God. be right back. She stood in the street, smiling from her head to her feet. 
do after you go home, Joe. Oh, okay. Or you can do it here. Oh, I'm, is uh, take off your pants. Yeah. And uh, watch on uh, YouTube. It's about a 20, 30 minute uh, black and white, probably you know BBC or wartime promotional thing. The manufacturer of the Rolls Royce Merlin engine. <sighs> Paul's obsessed with this engine. Oh yeah. Now I can tell you right now, I I appreciate the obsession. Uh, I've looked at it. I've looked at the. Uh, I watched a YouTube video. I think I sent you the link to it one time, mm. that showed uh, that it's a V12. Yes. Correct. Yeah, V12 yes. yep. fuel injected. P51 Mustang was kind of known as a uh, you know you know made by North American in in the United States mm. was kind of known as a hunk of shit. Not a hunk of shit. It just wasn't very fast. It wasn't very efficient. It couldn't do dogfights like you were talking about. It was about. disappointing. In the, it was going to get it, the job done, it had, kind of. But It had so much promise, but then it took putting a, a, a British engine in an American aircraft that turned it into an unstoppable fucking machine, yeah. which is pretty badass. But anyway, I will be looking that up. Uh, I, I guarantee you, you're going to look at that when you get home. What, uh, no, I absolutely will. I will take. Yeah. I will definitely take my pants off first. Yeah, you should. Uh, the, I don't remember why we even started talking about it. That happens though. Oh, we started talking about airplanes because Paul's got some rich guy magazines laying around here. There's a twin and turbine um, for the pilots, pilots of owner flown cabin class aircraft. Which, <laughs> folks, let me tell you what cabin class aircraft is. It's so it's exotic. It's not anything we had I to, have. We had to, it's not even what you have. That's what you aspire to have. Uh, you could. I don't need one. You could. If you spent less time being Batman, you could You fucking. Fewer time. Fewer time <laughs> being Batman, you could have bought one of, like three of those. Actually, I, it's possible that I would have just busted my ass and the goal would be to buy a cabin class aircraft. Cabin class aircraft are pressurized. Right. Like the one we were reading about is a Citation CJ3. Which the with active winglets with active winglets, whatever it, for the discerning kinda, pilot for the discerning pilot <laughs> who also wants to have I fucking I I took nothing away from that uh, that article that I was like reading. Well, it's kind of flowery it, in a way. It, it is a bit flowery. Like, oh, look at these winglets; they increase this efficiency. It doesn't matter. The, you literally take ground up hundred dollar bills and and fly that plane with those. You and could. the people that own them don't care. No, they don't. Uh, anyway, it, so then we got... I don't know how we went from that to the damn Mustang. But anyway, a cabin class... Spitfire movie's coming out. That's why the Spitfire movie's coming out. Which... And you have yet to see Dunkirk, did you? No, we what saw did, it. Did we? Did we watch? I thought we watched it. We didn't watch it here. Oh, it's on Netflix or on HBO. It's on, it's on HBO. HBO. That's what it is. But oh, it was so impressive. That's how I know that I, I, I did something right with my kid. When given all the options for her birthday last summer... She didn't want to go, anyone, I'm going to go and do this, or I want to do it with my friend. She goes, no, Dad, I want to go with you. Let's go to Flagstaff. Just me and you will hang out. And we got rained out, and she's like, well, let's, how about we, well, we go to Flagstaff, and we were supposed to do a few things. We got rained out. What are you going to do? Well, let's go see a movie. Cool. What's playing? And she goes, I want to see Dunkirk. Now, part of it was because Harry Styles was in it, Harry Styles was in that's, a... That's why she wanted to see it. That's not why, though, because Harry Styles was barely in it. Like, she knew that he was barely in it. Like, he was just, he was in it because he's English. And he is a World War II buff. And so he just kind of bullied his way onto the set. And they're like, you have to audition like everybody else. And he was a pilot. He had very little, uh, very little screen time. But mm -hmm. like he did a decent job and it was cool and whatever. But it was oh, so good. So, so incredibly well it, done. It was done well, but 
if, oh. if you're a dick like me and they have that Spitfire scene where it's fucking ran out of gas or whatever the fuck happened to it. And it's, it didn't. It, yes, it ran out of fuel. And it's, it's, it's and flying it, around like it's on a Sunday stroll for about 20 minutes. It was not with, 20 minutes. Without, it was without, probably four minutes with, of actual with, gliding Without the time. fucking propeller turning. And just gliding around like it's a high-performance German sailplane right now. Well, with the laminar flow wing. It does not have a laminar flow wing. Oh, I thought we talked about oh, the, the fact Mustang that the Mustang does. The Spitfire does not. I thought the Spitfire had the laminar no. flow wing. No. I must have been paying attention. I must not have been paying attention for the past no, hour the, that's what, when you were jacking <laughs> off and talking about the goddamn, how you thought, up until recently, told you thought you that NASA. the Germans invented it. Yeah, right. The Germans did it. And, and then NASA NACA did. That was NACA? A, went on to the Mustang. That was yes, one of the first ones. Yes, did. <laughs> And it's a much more efficient lower drag wing, and that's why the their engine was a lot better in the Mustang than it was in the Spitfire. All right, for anybody who's still awake, exactly. Right. So I thought I needed some Ambien, but no, just you don't need Ambien. Just oh, I'll tell you what. You know how I fell asleep after work this morning? No. So I watched. Uh, shout out to Charlie for letting me know that. Uh, so uh, what's his face? Uh, ben Shapiro. He does a Sunday. Was it like it's Sunday? It's like a fireside chat. He does his Sunday. Oh my God, I think he calls with his, it his with his horrible voice. You mean? Uh, yeah, he has a horrible voice. Well, you would have loved this one because it was Ben Shapiro and Sam Harris. Oh, but God. I after listening or after thinking about what you you said uh, last about week's Sam podcast, his monotone. monotone voice. And, it is, uh, but it does have a nice um, kind of beat to it. It yes. really does has, and it, but and I'm kind of okay with it. Okay. So I'm thinking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I home love this his morning. podcast. I'm just saying it's kind of it's, a his podcast is phenomenal. It, it is. absolutely is. He has great things to say, but you're right. He is kind of monotone. Right. Um. It, but it's soothing. It's a soothing it monotone. Is. It's it almost is. hypnotic. And it's I can Bob Ross. I yes. It's like happy, happy little atheists right here. <laughs> we we. <laughs> We don't have any mistakes. We just have former Christians. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we welcome everybody. We welcome everybody. It's okay to not be okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I, the, this morning I get off work and I'm like, fuck. I don't have um, like I out of like the normal like sleeping pills that I take. They're like over the counter things that half of one knocks me out for six hours and it's fucking great. Wow. But I it really is, and I've been using them for years. And I, it's not habit forming because I don't use them on my days off. Okay. It's great. Anyway. So I'm thinking, fuck, I don't have any of those. I'm not going to Walmart. I have to go to sleep because I have to be up early. So I'm like, I'm going to try Sam Harris. I'm going to try falling asleep with Sam Harris. Man, I fucking, I, I think I had it. Uh, I have this app. Uh, it's a, it's kind of lays over top of the podcast app that uh, you can set a timer. Uh, if you want to keep listening to it or if you want to fall asleep to it, it's like a snooze. So well, like, no, if you, no, wait a minute. When you go on the regular, you know where I'm going with this. You right. Set it to... 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, one hour when the podcast ends. You can, you can, or when the, yes, you can do that. But yeah. this, um, it actually will slowly fade out and it'll keep track of where it started to fade out. Okay. And put you to sleep. And, and then you can go back to that and listen to it again. I looked the at the same thing. It, the, the podcast app does not do that. It doesn't fade out over time. Okay. Th this fades, slowly this fades, fades out after about five seconds of fade. No, this is like, seven to ten minutes of fade oh, okay and it's it it works but five, I, I was a, i was asleep in 10 minutes 15 minutes so it is you were asleep before it faded yeah i got you that was out i was out and then i'm like i remember him talking about that and so but, why, but anyway why are we talking about that? i can't remember i don't fucking there was a reason we we're talking I about i don't know um, i don't know uh sam harris go home do this what'd you do when you got home listen to sam harris and then what's that's this? how i go to sleep okay it's fine that's, but okay so tonight Bless you. Excuse me. We went to uh, 
Went to Oysters. Oysters, one of one of the handful of Mexican normal Mexican sit down restaurants we have in this town. Yeah, not fucking Taco Bell or fucking white people taco. What's the? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm I I'm not going to say anything bad about a local restaurant on the podcast. Actually, if you ask me, what's the worst Mexican food in town? I will say Taco Bell, and then you say, what's the second worst Mexican food in town? Uh, where are you going to go? I, I'm, I I will tell you the name of the restaurant. You have to ask me in person because I'm never going to say right. anything about it. But, it, but I, I will oysters say is my favorite in town. Okay, I will say this: we've got a, a handful of of good locally owned, kind of more authentic Mexican. Food we absolutely restaurants, do. We absolutely, and they're do. pretty fucking good. We better because it's Arizona. It used to be part of Mexico. Right, it still is according uh, to them. They, they, they yeah. they're, 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 they're going to take it back, and they might taking it back. You never know. They might take it back. Do 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 do. Take it back. Yeah, yeah. That's a part of the Rocky soundtrack that I bought. Bill Conti wrote. Uh, Bill Conti, Jesus. Yeah. I bought that. I bought that album when I was a kid. I told you that you? that was. An, yeah, was no, a, I know, I know. The whole story. I bought it. It was. Uh, it was how you kind of got through your parents' yeah, divorce. Was, 19, was Rocky uh, seventy six? Probably yeah. seventy. Yeah, because it was about bicentennial boxing. That's right. Thing nineteen seventy six. Bill Conti. So that's where I learned all about Bill. That's when I really was into the soundtrack. When I was how old was I in seventies? Thirteen years old. Twelve, yeah. thirteen years old. And I remember. And I went. I love this music in this movie i think i'll go see if it's for sale and then i bought it an album i was gonna say it was it a tape was it a tape was it a cutting edge <laughs> no it was a it L- was LP. It was an lp lp and i bought it and uh, and then i went oh who knew this is i went oh bill conti look at that and then i started doing on my own what limited research you can do with did a, you go to the library in and a, use a library use the card catalog <laughs> exactly yeah and there's not a lot Michael in there you can't really. It's amazing what you couldn't find out back then. Really? No, absolutely. You know, because it's it, Bill Conti. Really, I, you, there's no books on Bill Conti here. Really? <laughs> Why is there no Bill Conti on under C or B in the card catalog? Yeah, there's no ma'am. information at all. His latest works he's working on right well, now. I'm sorry, young Master Gaines, but uh, Mr. Dewey from the Dewey Decimal System wasn't <laughs> thinking about Bill fucking Conti. Wow. If you look See, at his you look at his uh look at what he's done, his contributions to it's I know it's, the it's, name it's, Bill Conti and I can't fit fucking I can't for the life of me figure I'll, out. I'll bet if you were to IMDb him right now, you'd go, "Holy shit, he did this soundtrack and that's he may have died recently." Gonna fly now? Yeah, well that was his, but but was the, it? yeah, I'm pretty sure he wrote the whole fucking thing, I think. You think he wrote the whole, like the whole, like the whole music score? I think he wrote the whole, the whole. Oh thing. man, he best known for his film scores, including Rocky, For Your Eyes Only, Dynasty, The Right Stuff. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, and he, a good one. that that one earned him an Academy Award. Best original song category for "Gonna Fly Now" from Rocky, and for the title song "For Your Eyes Only." Oh my God! And he served as a musical director for the Academy Awards nineteen times. Wow. Nine times more than anyone else. But he hasn't been that prolific with music scores, but those are some big ones. Obviously, Rocky uh, and, uh, and, um, no, man. Stuff. He's, he, this guy is, this guy is the shit. Well, he's not like Zimmer, Hans Zimmer, probably. Yeah, or, but uh, he's, he did better music, uh, did better movies. Okay. Bad Boys, Mass Appeal, The Right Stuff, North and South, hmm. The Karate Kid, Masters of the Universe. Uh, Happy New Year. Necessary Roughness. Hmm. You ever seen that one? I'm, n- it's about Texas football, you dick. I, I, I was playing football. I wasn't watching movies about it. It was Texas. 1991. You weren't playing football. Okay. It was Scott Bakula, Sinbad, Hector Elizondo. Okay. About right. about going out into the Texas fields and no, I know what the, recruiting the, the yeah. movie. You know the movie I'm I, talking I, about? I, yeah. I'm familiar with it, but I don't. Adventures of Huck Finn. Tom. 
He composed the score for the Thomas Crown Affair. The the newer one. No shit. Yeah. I should know that. Yeah, you should. So he does a lot of aviation kind of stuff, if you think about it. Yeah. Thomas Crown Affair's got that in there. and Dynasty, Falcon Crest, Cagney and Lacey, American Gladiators. dun 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 so he's he's pretty busy. He's doing he's doing it. Is he still alive? Inside edition. Oh That's my god. Funny. That is funny. Oh god. He did, <laughs> he did the uh he did the music for lifestyles of the rich and famous. Oh no. <laughs> what was that? Robin Leach. Robin Leach. Jesus Christ. Okay, I got to fucking put this away. That was just the greatest hit. He's done Sloan more than that. Paul laid $50,000 into $8 billion industry. $8 billion. We'll be back. Champagne Next. something and caviar dreams or something. Champagne and caviar dreams. Cha- champagne something and caviar. I don't know. <laughs> Just not talk about that anymore. So you said take it back, and then I went to take it back. Do do do. And that was part of the Rocky soundtrack. And that's how we got sidetracked. I on was the thinking, soundtrack. welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Like, welcome back, Kata. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Mr. Cat's here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Can so we move forward, we went please. out to so eat we went to, to a the, Mexican we went restaurant. To the fucking, the, we went to Oysters, which is great because we know people that run the place. I took my family there, which gave me some sort of, not clout, but a little bit of respect, I guess, because I took my my. Vince told me that because I brought my family there, his parents that run the place, his dad's in the back cooking, his mom kind of mm-hmm. supervises and uh, the wait staff and whatnot. And he he said uh, when he introduced like uh, me to his mother and father, and then my mom and stepdad and brothers to them, they they saw that as like a huge that was a huge honor in their eyes that I brought my family there because oh. he knows that we lived in Tucson for years and we love good Mexican food and my you know. Uh, you know, folks are they're, they're they're kind of starving for good Mexican food. Like, there's a place in, excuse me, in Troy that that has okay Mexican food, but they have to really whitewash it. Mm-hmm. So, like, when me and my mom would go because the white people are gonna. Well, be it's not the white people. It's just there's <laughs> there's typically not a shit ton of people that live in Troy that also lived for five or six years in Tucson that know good Mexican food. They okay. just they just don't. It's not they, a thing. It's yeah. not a thing. And they go in and like they. They want the regular, like, super bland enchiladas or their chimichangas or some, like, hard shell tacos. They, they Or when they ask you what kind of taco or what kind of uh, tortillas you want, they don't they, or they, they don't ask you what you want. Gotcha. They just bring you flour. That's, that's what they got there. It's it just a thing. It's, a, sure. it's, a, it's, just, it's it. just, it's so fucking far away from Mexico that you, so you, you get so it. You, so you took your family yeah, there. Took my family there. Yeah, they, so now yeah. when I've gone there since then, it's like... We get that little extra shot of tequila that we got, and the da 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 da. You know something? If you're a pretty female customer, do you get that too? I'm not, and neither are you, and neither is Mike. Oh, so it's a very special that we get. It, I mean, man. we're pretty. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah, we're not female. And not only are we pretty, we had an interesting evening there this evening. That's what you were going to talk the about. The clumsiness <laughs> level was uh, <laughs> like through the fucking roof. The first thing that happens is they bring out your you know salsa. Well, all three of us are hungry. Okay. We're like, where are we gonna go? Where are we gonna go? Let's go somewhere now. We're all hungry. We now, need to now, go now. now. Let's get the fuck Let's out of here. Oysters. All, all I could think of was a fucking mango margarita. Oh, that was fantastic. Because I'm such a girl. But I, I'll tell you, you I, that's that's that a basic mom. white girl drink. Oh god, but it, but it's Vince's mom invented it. It's like her when she when they have their own little parties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Her mom makes those margaritas for for everybody. Okay. With the mango and tequila and the chamoy seasoning. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's good. Any fucking way. 
uh, so we get there and immediately sit down. They got the salsa in the little the little carafe. Like Mike, little Mike is ready to go. He's hungry. He's, he, so he go ahead. He, he goes a, goes a, grabs a little mini carafe and goes to pour it into a little dish and. Two and a half times the amount that that dish can hold goes everywhere. And yeah, because it was just at the right height to where he, he he didn't kind of hold it kind of sideways. He just dumped it, right? And it had a vacuum in it, and then all of a sudden it and let go. The pressure equalized and it was gone. <laughs> he would kapow, and he's like, "Fuck, god damn it!" <laughs> so you wasted like half of it sitting on the thing, whatever. So and they're like, busy. They're slammed. They are fucking. So slammed. we're trying to Tuesday night clean up a little bit. We're someone will be around here any minute now, and and they weren't. It was and they were there for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but they were super busy, and we were right. we weren't. We're not. It the, wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem. We're not those people that sit down and we want to get in and out in thirty minutes. Like we go there for part of the experience, and it takes me at least an hour to drink one of those gigantic margaritas. Right. So, so like twenty minutes go by, and the like they're like, "Hey, can we get a?" I'm sorry, we made a mess. He's like, "Oh shit!" So Vince comes over and says, "Hell," and we kind of clean up, and then and then while you, it's being cleaned up, yeah, what it, did you do? Well, what happened was is I said, "Hey, could you pick that up, Mike? Could you move that over?" So I was cleaning up. So I, I grabbed the dish kind of carefully, the dish that had overflowed, overflowed. But, but over the course of twenty minutes, we had. We had dipped our chips in the the it's like right. to kind of bring the level down. So there's still some in. There's a halfway yeah. or a third or something, and I'm grabbing this thing and I'm trying to hold it while we're all kind of wiping the table off. And it because it's, now it's slippery. The dish is slippery yep. on the edges of it, and I know that it is because yep. I can see it and I can feel it. But I'm just being kind of careful. But I wasn't careful enough mm-hmm. because it shot out. I kind of was holding on to it, squeezing on the side. It shot out like a watermelon seed and went launching over towards you. And it went kersplash on the ground. And th- because of the uh, <laughs> the uh, impact uh, shock wave, <laughs> uh, because the salsa... It's kind of some of that footage out of couldn't... Las Vegas during the 50s and they were taking the nuclear testing out Exactly. There. That's exactly Boom! what it was like. And that's what it felt like when it <laughs> shot salsa all over the... In my fucking shoe, my sock, <laughs> the back of my leg. On the chair. On the chair, into my shorts, and all over the fucking floor. Okay, now, and I'm just sitting there cracking up, and you're, I, I, you're, you're so embarrassed and uncomfortable and awkward. I'm just like, hey man, if well, I was, I was more pissed off than normal because we were, tr- we were doing our best to clean it all up and make it right. And then you just made a huge, so now we made it a lot worse, made the mess even worse, right? So, so <laughs> that got cleaned up. If we scoot our chairs out of the way now, now, now we, we've gone from a, something on the table with several inches in diameter. Now our splash radius is about. A number of feet on the ground. Six feet, probably. Five, five to five so we're to moving six our feet. chairs out of the way, kind of cleaning Splash up the ground. radius. <laughs> and we get all that shit together, bring more salsa around. And then I don't remember if you did the next thing or Mike did the next thing. Mike did the next thing because we ordered the cheese dip. Right. And he dropped uh, approximately uh, 20 mils right. of, of cheese dip on his on arm. On his forearm and went... <laughs> And then because now now we're all you did something though you, I grabbed I grabbed the chip and no, no, and, no, 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 no. and scooped yes, it off of his off arm his arm and, and ate it so that was a that was a guy a good move <laughs> and, but there was something you did where you sp- you spilled something I too. did I th- I was trying to eat a taco like I'd never eaten one before <laughs> like I'd never eaten a fucking taco and, in my life and what happened? and I splattered a whole bunch of uh, sour cream all over the front of my shirt <laughs> but like like a, a like a like a disgusting. Fat piece of so shit. So keep in mind, we had one beer like an hour earlier, and then we've had like two or three sips. Oh of this no, one. I had like three beers. Oh, I had one, but we weren't hammered. We were just sitting no, there, we weren't drunk. We're just fucking idiots. Yeah. We're just being jackasses, and we're super 
just being dipshits. So I, and I, yeah. I wonder if anybody at any table around us that we couldn't really see was just kind of casually watching the this show. Because oh, I guarantee you there was. There was one guy sitting at a table about at my nine o'clock who I know personally, and he he was he I could I I could feel that he was just kind of giving me. He doesn't like me anyway. Oh. Okay. He doesn't like me because he thinks I'm, I've, I've been trying to fuck his girlfriend for several years. Probably have. I am not. Oh, uh, absolutely not. All right. She's my friend. Okay. And that is exactly where it ends. Like that. Does that she is work where period. you work? Yes. Oh. And that's it. Like that's where it ends. All right. But he's the time. And then they broke up recently. Oh. Because of you. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Because I'm a fucking home wrecker. <laughs> if you knew either home one wrecker. of these people, you know exactly. Well, you know, you know one of them. Anyway. But I could feel like the shitty look he was giving me, and then I heard, da, 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 and then he said his ex girlfriend's name, da, 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 and then I heard him say my name, and then I just kind of, <laughs> I just turned turned my head a little bit and looked over at him, and then he went back to like eating his chip. I was like, eh, hey, you can go fuck yourself. So buddy. he he was thinking about probably like, I can't believe this guy was trying to take my girlfriend. I can't believe this and, guy and thought he had a chance, and, and, they, and like, they can't even eat. Look at the other table over there; it's a disaster. We can't. That's a guy. It wasn't. I, I I'm thinking, oh my god, I wish it. I worked in restaurants. I also was raised to have respect just because my mom was a shoot. My mom was a waitress for a bit. And so anytime we went to a restaurant and there was a we like us boys, like we caused a mess, mm-hmm. there was either 30 or 40 percent tip left behind because of it. Or uh, she would ask for like toward the tail end of the meal, she would ask for a couple uh, towels from the kitchen and she would wipe down the table and wipe anything up that was on the floor. And I could, I like could that. see that. I, I, that, I don't, I don't want to leave it, like a pig. Either. Fuck no, man. You don't yeah. want to be one of those people. It's like, uh, we're, uh, Oh, you weren't there with us. Mike and I were at Calico's a few weeks ago and, uh, this table, it was like four boys, four young boys. And what appeared to be uh, the, the, the couple, they didn't seem old, but they seemed too old to have four boys that were like, under the age of 10. Okay. They were probably in their late fifties, early sixties, probably grandparents. One of the boys knocked over a, uh, like a, a glass of, 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 of soda, like a Coca-Cola or something like that. And rather than get up and try and find a towel or like, you know, to keep it from going all over the carpet, control it at least control it. The boy laughed at it, grabbed the, the glass, picked it up and dumped the rest of it out. Oh, that's funny. And the mom or the grandma and grandpa, whatever they were, they laughed I was looking at wow. them like motherfucker, what the fuck? And then they left about five minutes later. So when the, because they bust their own tables there, I don't think they had a busboy. The server comes over, which is not the server that Mike and I had. The server comes over, and she walked out, and you could just see like this is the end of the night. They're they're closed. We're like one of the Mike and I were like one of the last tables in there, and you could just kind of see her shoulders like kind of like slump back and relax. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you, do you want a hand with that? Because what those people did, those people are total pieces of shit. And she's like, no, 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 honey, it's okay, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not fine. They better have left you a really good tip, because otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember who those people are. I hope I see them again. Mm-hmm. And uh, she like walked around it, and she was like, oh, oh yeah. And she picked up two twenties, and those people had already paid their bill, and they left two twenty. They left forty dollars in cash. Oh, There's shit. no fucking way that. that that was anything less than a 50% tip. Like okay, there's so no, they so at least they tipped well and they were just being total dicks. But you know what though? I would almost rather not have the mess. 
Like a tip, a nice tip is fine. You have to I, kind of wonder about why they, why what's still funny and that's ha 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 rather than hey, don't do that, uh, so and so. Let's yeah, maybe clean up maybe a little bit. maybe take care of your heathen grandchildren. It, well, it's, at least it's forty bucks. That's better than at least it's forty bucks. And it was like a week night, so I'm sure it was kind of a slow night. It was definitely a shit shift for her. I'm sure. So, do you, did I ever tell you what an anyway. ass, asshole I am? I, I don't. You don't need to tell me. Yeah. Okay, then I won't. What did you do? I I, I think I we, first of all earlier this evening you were here during the day and we we're talking about uh, dating, going out. You know, it's kind of fun to get dressed up. This town's small, yeah, it, so it's small. You, you, can't, it's, yeah. can't, you can't really date around, really, if you want to. Well, maybe just don't treat people like garbage. Sure. <laughs> I don't really. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't really go on dates anymore. But anyway, uh, I used to date around a lot in Atlanta. Anyway, I, I would actually. I, this this wouldn't be part of the plan, but if I were to go out with somebody at a semi—I don't mean a super high-class restaurant, but a decent sit-down place where people are not dressed like I normally wear clothes now, but um, a little bit better than than that—and I will—it just kind of started happening to me where I would judge the woman on not how she, ate, but kind of how she ate. Meaning, you know, she she leaving this huge amount of fucking. But there there are some women I've gone out with. It literally looks like a Vietnam fucking rice patty bomb dropping B fifty two event on the table. Like making a giant mess. Yeah, like they're four years old or something. Oh, see, here's my thing. I've had experience both ways on that. Mm-hmm. I've had experience with uh, women who are like, and I don't really eat that much, and <laughs> they don't like eating in front of people. Sure, they go home and they're home alone, and they've had a shit day and whatever. This you know is by no means gender specific. But they at home they'll eat an entire bat a box of fucking Kraft mac and cheese. Sure. Made with half a stick of butter. Sure. But at a restaurant they're gonna have a salad with no croutons. It's nothing to do with dressing. them eating like a so like so a I've pig. had that. And I've had that. I don't mean if they're eating too much. I don't I, care if they eat a hey, lot. At, Fine. So there's that end of things. Yeah. And I've experienced women who are like they eat like the fucking like animal from the Muppets. Yeah. Right. And there's like just shit everywhere. So I'm thinking to myself, and here's here's what the Did you asshole. go on a date with somebody like that? No, like how many? No, several of those. So I'm thinking, oh. here's what I'm thinking to myself, and this is where I'm a dick, I guess. Well, don't date in Cobb County. <laughs> Cobb County was, was okay. <laughs> it's always in the news. Love you, Cobb County. Thanks, Cobb County, for being racist. Well, actually, the better restaurants were not in Cobb. Well, they got some nice ones now. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> and so I'm thinking to myself... Because I, I, I have traveled around whatever, and I've got some... This is where Paul tells us he's a little bit better than everybody no, else. No, 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 no. Well, I've been to so Europe. So that's not what I mean. So you go over there, though, and you, 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 you do have dinner with people that own well-known businesses of course. In, in the industry that I'm in. Yeah, no, I get it. Right. And you go to some decent restaurants in Europe, and you're thinking to yourself, do you want to be with this person? Do you want to date them? And, or, or, and this is only on a few dates. Continue to date them. Perhaps go to Europe with that when you're over there in you know, Frankfurt. Absolutely. Or a, you know, I, I get it. You know, and it's like, I, I really don't. And now I'm an asshole. I don't know if I am or not. You're not an asshole. There's nothing wrong with having standards. Right. But that needs, that needs to be a two-way street. Sure. So by that token, she should be able to say, can you please put your phone in your vehicle? No. I, if, no if I am actually on a date... A real date. This fucker doesn't Why come does out of my pocket. Why does it have to be a date? Why can't it just doesn't come be? out of my pocket? In fact, the only the only time I, I would I would use this excuse before we even went in someplace, if there was some super serious important phone call that was going to be happening, I would say so and so from this place might be calling, and if it's them, I'm going to have to take the call. 
and that's the only other time other than that it's going to be ignored okay you know i, I would say that that would be it but if i were on a date and, and but then and then then on the, by that same token she could say in her mind she could think in her mind oh do i really want to take this guy to like a nice do, do I want to take him to meet my parents when he might be in, sure. uh, end up on the phone? Sure, interrupting but, my dad and I, you know. But if so, if, it does go. I, I get exactly what you're saying, and I agree with you 100. percent If that were going to be a problem with her at that point, if I were to say that, and she would say, "God, I don't know. That really, this is going to be a nice dinner." And if it were going to, I would never want to escalate. But I would say, "I tell you what, let's call off this fancy dinner because this is a really critical phone call." And I don't want to fuck this dinner up either. So, which is cool. We'll just do something else, what, or not do this right now. Which I think shows a, a commitment to having a decent time and right. not be interrupted. Right now, I've had uh, I, in that but in that same vein, <clears throat> uh, several months ago, I kind of I went on. I'd been on a handful of dates with a woman, and uh, she, one of them, ended up being like it was a very informal thing, and it was. Taco Tuesday, and it was went to a taco shop. You already sound informed when you say Taco Tuesday, Joe. Well, it was a really nice taco shop. <laughs> They're the one, number one rated in fucking Arizona, Dick. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, just you, a nice place we're going to. You fuck. Taco I Tuesday. Said an, I said it was an informal. Okay, date. it is fine. You fucking asshole. God, All you're right. such a goddamn size queen when it comes to everything. <laughs> I'm not. Jesus H. Okay, Christ. Please continue the story. I'll keep, I, can I'll keep I? it. I'll keep it zipped. Is it okay? I'll keep it zipped. Thank you. Zip it. Fuck. Go ahead. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, it was Taco Tuesday. It doesn't sound any better. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Her kid was with her, and he's like X amount of years old. He's a little, he's a little shit. And uh, we're outside, and he picks up a rock and throws it at his mom. Oh. Because he's pissed off. Why? He's, he's because because he wasn't getting his way because he's a spoiled little asshole with no uh, male no male uh, role model. I don't in his think life, I've apparently. ever really witnessed something like that. I mean, I've he been was, around. I mean, he was like four. I mean, it was it was yeah, not like, but you don't yeah. pick up. A rock. So yeah, anyway, so hey, fucking threw it through, <laughs> and the way she handled it was just not. I'm like, okay, like I, I it sounds it sounds bad to say, but it's in the same vein. I'm almost done raising my kid. I don't really want to help somebody raise uh, raise their own. But I will make an exception for an exceptional person. Yes. The way that she handled that situation with a with with a, her child throwing a rock at her. I'm not saying she should have been, done what my mom would have done, which is caught the rock and thrown it back 10 times harder. And then, and it's then not what my mom would have done. And she, beheaded you. And, no, my mom would have opened up her purse, pulled the paddle out, and whipped my fucking ass right there. Sure, I imagine. And potentially would have done it to someone else's kid, too, because she just had those kind of balls. Okay. So uh, w- the way she handled it was like, oh, God, okay, well, this is how you're going to handle things. This is not going to go anywhere forward because she's like now remember what we talked about you have to I'm like he's four you can't talk to him like he's 10 years old can't talk to him like that can't can't if he already has that behavior problem oh it's you haven't nipped it in the the bud yeah and i say that not because i know everything uh i'm not the be all and all of kids but i've been around a lot of kids and i know Kind of how you can take care of things. Yeah, you've got to get it right. I mean, early on, two well, years old, three years old. But there's gotta... also negative reinforcement versus positive reinforcement. And a yeah. friend of mine, many, many years ago, taught me that positive reinforcement works so much better than negative reinforcement with kids. 
So that was, and that's like that's just like one little thing. There are several other things. With and that her was that were a it's a, like you say, if you do this, you'll get a treat. Let's say exactly. Okay, now well, here's what I've seen plenty of times. People say that the kid still misbehaves, and they still get the ice cream cone. Of course, I've seen this over and over and over and over again, and they wonder why their kids are fucking brats. Exactly. I mean, they really do wonder. Go, I don't know. He's just a hellion. I don't know. Well, you know, kids are going to be kids. Sure. No, kids are going to be assholes. Yeah. So uh, there, the, another one was the one we talked about. Is it's a total deal breaker. Again, same kind of scenario like you were talking about with the messy eating and whatnot. If you have no mm. table manners, right, that's a problem. I mean, that's just a very simple fucking thing. Mm-hmm. If you have uh, also like treat service staff like shit. Oh, that's bad. That's the, the one and only blind date I've ever been on, which it will turn me off from blind dates forever. Some friends of mine said, hey, you should, uh, I think you should meet her. Uh, she wants to meet you. We told her about you. Da-da-da. We met up, went to the restaurant, sat down, uh, and she immediately treated the hostess who sat us like shit, treated the uh, server who came over and, and ordered, uh, took our drink order. And I said, yeah, I'll just have a water with lemon. And she goes, I'll have a water without lemon. If you bring lemon in my water, I will dump it on the floor. Do not bring me any water with lemon. Wow. She was so aggressive and so shitty. I can understand. I can almost understand being aggressive with somebody if they had made a mistake right. or a series of mistakes <clears throat> or you give this restaurant a chance for the fifth time and they still fuck something up and getting irritated. I can understand that mm-hmm. almost, almost. Mm-hmm. But in this case, this person hadn't, the server hadn't, hadn't done made, anything she wrong. She hadn't done yeah. anything wrong. And here's the thing. Now that I've been back there, that server is there all the time. She's been my server since, and the first couple times after the blind date, she was very heads down. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, okay, thanks. Okay, I'll take care of it. Very, like, beaten down, like a dog almost. Right. Because I was associated with that woman, which made me ill. Oh, yeah. That sucked. So, yeah, what I ended up doing was I left. I just fucking left. I remember this story. After that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was sitting there just kind of stewing about it, waiting for my water to show up. It took a, water showed up, took a drink of it. Um, Did you basically tell her why? You go, I'm leaving because no. you're, you just left. No, I, I left a $5 bill, and I said that's for for my water and for the trouble and just got up and left. Wow. And she was, like, dumbfounded. About 20 minutes later, I get a phone call from my one of my friends that set me up with this woman, and they're like, she's pissed off. She's crying. Like, why Why did you leave? I'm like, dude, do you want to know what she said to the fucking server and how she talked to the hostess? That woman can die in a fucking fire for all I care. She treated waitstaff like shit. No. Fuck her. And he's like, I didn't, I had no idea she did that. And then like, I'm on speakerphone and like his wife in the background was like, oh yeah, remember when we went to that, and she was real shitty to the waitress. And I'm like, why would you even think that I would want to be with somebody like that? But then later on, I talked to him and he said, that's the only time she's like that. She's super that's sweetheart. It's really weird. It's, it's weird because most people who are, who are willing to be shitty to strangers are even shittier to people that they yeah. know. But anyway, whatever. So, but yeah, like that's a fucking deal breaker there. There's no way, shape, or form that I would ever be with somebody who would treat a stranger like that, okay, let yeah. alone so, somebody so, who's in the service So industry. here's another thing. It probably isn't a deal breaker, but it would bug me for a long time, and then I'd want to bring it up to the person, and they would think they would really think that I was a dick for saying this. And that's if, and, and, you, and this is a table manners thing, oh. or a table etiquette. Okay. Thing, an etiquette thing. Um, if you say elbows on the table, I'm going to call you on your bullshit. <laughs> no, but it's kind of no. similar. Okay, kind of. Well, not really. Fine. Table etiquette. When you are uh, when you are finished with your meal, hundred percent finished with your meal, is there a certain indicator 
without saying a goddamn thing that would indicate to the wait staff, especially at a nice restaurant. This is a regional thing. We've talked about this. This is not a given thing. It's not in the book of etiquette. I, we looked this up I think we a did. long time ago, and it's not, it's not, it's a, it's a very passe thing. Like it's an old thing. And I have a feeling that you learned this from maybe your grandparents or maybe even your folks. From, but the, from put my it, stepmother put, you put in particular. Him, you put it parallel. Yeah, you, you put your utensils, your, utensils like your knife parallel. and your fork or whatever, yeah, parallel on the table, across on the, excuse me, the plate. Yeah. Fully across the plate, parallel close right. to each other. If they're perpendicular, like right. in an X, that means right. that you're getting up and taking a break. You're going to go to the bathroom. You're going to go have a smoke or right. something like that. That's what the X means. If they're parallel, that means you're if, done. Please take my if plate. If you go to decent restaurants, and I don't mean medium decent, but decent ones, that's uh, it. If you're, I, you're parallel man, you're, I've, I've, and you're talking, they'll just take your stuff away and not even I've ask I've definitely you. been to fancy Frenchy restaurants yeah. where people have ordered in French, mm-hmm. and that shit didn't go. I shit you not. I'm, I'm not even joking. We're talking well, 200. You're going the wrong place, Joe. Fuck you. Two, <laughs> I'm talking like one Michelin star restaurants that fucking, they, they, don't, they don't do that. What do you mean it's it didn't go? Thing. In other words, your, your utensils are on the plate getting dirty. The handles are getting dirty. And if they're on the plate parallel no, and they ask no, you. No, you didn't say on the plate, like sitting on the plate. No, you're they're talking on about the plate. Parallel on the plate. No, I understand what you're talking about. That is a thing. It's just old it's an old thing it's just not I a think thing. it works it's just at not. decent restaurants still i think it I, I think maybe the restaurants you've been to are not that decent <laughs> <laughs> no i think it's just a it's a very like i said it's a passe thing it's just an it's it's like uh, when was the last time you went to a i've only been to one restaurant where they did this where the uh server is it the server or the maitre d no it'd be the server brings you uh, or it takes your napkin and lays it across your lap for you. Yes, I've been there. Yeah. So I've only had that happen once. I've ate at some pretty decent restaurants, pretty high-end stuff, and, and I, it's only ever been once, like at a white tablecloth kind yeah, of restaurant. Those, Not are kind like, of, those are the same kind of restaurants where they have the little, small little utensil thing where they scrape the breadcrumbs off your tablecloth while you're eating. Absolutely. Yeah, that kind yeah. of place. Yes. And if those fuckers don't take your plate away when the utensils are parallel across your on your plate on the plate, that I guarantee they will. I, well, without you know, saying maybe you might do that, and then they'll look at you like a this fucking snob. What are you supposed to do then? I have no idea. See? If somebody comes by and goes, "Would you like me to take your plate? Are you done with this?" Why not have it so it's classier and and, and silent? What? what the, why does it have to be silent? See, that's that fucking subservient. No, it's uh, not. These people are here to serve me. Don't make eye contact. Look, kind of horseshit. A lot of these people make more money than a lot of people do that's, at these restaurants. That's awesome. I'm glad for them, and they sure. should because they have to deal with fucking hoity-toity <laughs> dickheads like Look, you. <laughs> I want people to meet me in the road. Just have this discussion, and it, and that's the way I, it should be. I want people to dress you down and be like Gaines. You're from the south, not the south of France. You have no idea what you're talking about. I think it's exactly what I'm talking about. I think it would be kind of funny. Well, my thing is is that, yeah, I I realize that that is a thing. I had actually kind of forgotten about it because, uh, honestly, this is a weird thing. I was in sixth grade, and we we called it a gentleman's club. And this, this woman, a gentleman's club. That's terrible. That sounds so bad. But that's what it was called. It was called gentleman's club. Fine. You're giving me a hard time about my goddamn parallel utensils. With the gentleman's club. No, what it was was a bunch of boys that got together that either maybe didn't have a father around all the time or whatever, like these wayward boys. We met once a week, and uh, this woman and, and her, uh, I think it was her husband or boyfriend or something, would teach us. He owned a fancy restaurant, and they would teach us etiquette. And we learned how you know, to eat from the, uh, the outside in mm-hmm. and learn how to tie, like taught us how to tie ties. Mm-hmm. Um, how to wear how to wear a suit properly? How to wear a you know a button down shirt? 
properly, things like that, things that young men sometimes don't learn. It'd be nice anymore. if everybody kind of learned that kind of basic and, stuff. And we we learned a lot of that stuff, and that's where I learned about that. Holding and, doors open for women that some women don't the, like these days is like, I can open the door myself. You know what, man? Anybody, we talked about that before. Yeah, if, like, if somebody wants to get upset for me holding the, holding the door for them, that's fine. Get the fuck outside right. and open the door yourself. Right. I was just doing something nice for somebody. It doesn't matter what's between your legs. I don't care. Sure. I do it for I, ma- anybody that's behind me, men, women, whatever. Right. Even, that, even a little boy, a little girl, I'll open the door. Oh, they're right there. Open the door Not little boys, man. A little fucking asshole. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll slam their hands in the door. Uh, no, it, it falls under the same thing, uh, the, the what we talked about uh, with the the two uh, like commandments or tenets that Neil deGrasse Tyson lives by mm-hmm. is... Uh, no more than you knew, no more today than you did yesterday mm-hmm. and ease the suffering of others. Yes. That falls under easing the suffering of others. It's like, it sucks opening up the door for yourself. I already opened up the door for myself and went through that struggle. How about I help you through mm-hmm. it? It's, it's like the, it's like a micro version of, well, I already went through the struggle of not having a car or riding a bike. And then now I have a car and you don't have a car or a bike. Would you like a ride somewhere? It's right. the same thing. It's the so same thing, just a smaller it, version of it. So people want to get pissed about it. I would they say, can s- I would say in this you know. in this town, more often than not, people do open the door. Yeah. Okay. Now, but what's really odd, I would say the ones that don't most of the time are going to be kids, high school age, that kind of stuff. See, and is I don't it, even think that I've never. It's not even my, well, been I, my experience. That's, that is an that's, old fart thing. That's not. To, that's my personal experience. That is my personal experience. You think maybe you look like a dick? But what's funny is that. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no question. Maybe those kids work for the airport. So what's fun? What's funny is that it would be so obvious. Like you, like you're four feet away. Uh huh. Five feet away, and they they happen to beat you to the door or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're. Look at their phone, obviously, because I do that all the time too, or whatever. But but they have no situational awareness of what's going None. on. Yeah. Do I need the door open for me? No, no. But it's nice. It. You but, don't want but, but sometimes the way this is done, the way that they just zip in, let the door slam. It's like it just it doesn't piss me off. But it's like wow, they're just you have zero awareness. The, what's going on around you? None. The only other thing that I think would be more annoying than that in in, in that same regard is the. Uh, you hold the door open for someone, and uh, they walk through, and they don't even say thank you. They don't acknowledge your existence, which has right. only ever happened to me maybe a handful yeah, of times in my life. That's pretty rare. Yeah. That that one time that doctor did it to me, and I I swear to God, I I fucking had I got hugs and high fives from the nurses. Mm-hmm. That the doctor, she was a resident, thought she was a little better than everybody else. She walked. I had you have to use your badge to open up and go into ICU, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can't just open the door. You have to use a badge. She didn't have her badge on her, so I just badged through and I opened the door for her, and she she just looked at me and didn't nod. She didn't just kind of barely looked at me and then walked through. No, thank you. No, nothing. No, not even like a go fuck yourself, fatty. Like they shouldn't say anything. In fact, a single syllable is enough. Like, thanks. Like if n- she would have, no, if she's looking at a chart trying to solve a thanks, you know, just anything would have been fine. Yeah. No, she, she didn't do any of that stuff. She didn't yeah. grunt. She didn't even fart in my general direction or anything. Yeah. She walked through and I was like, Oh, excuse me, doctor. Can you come here for a second? She goes, yeah, what's, what's the issue? And she Walked back onto the unit outside outside of the unit, the and door, I just yeah. walked through the door, and it shut. <laughs> uh, fuck her. I, yeah. Honestly, if I, uh, I if if I was one of those people that didn't care about going to jail, I would have grabbed her by her stupid fucking ponytail and pulled her dumb ass back through the fucking doorway. There you I, go. It just it's just infuriating. It's like a common fucking courtesy. That but Jesus Christ. Way off topic. Yeah. So I am guarantee you 80 to 90% of the people, maybe even more, that listen to this podcast, of the 12 that listen, 
will will be like, I've never heard of leaving my utensils parallel on a plate to let them know that it's time for them to to take it. It's because it. their parents didn't know. But so if their parents didn't know, and then their parents didn't know, like their grandparents didn't know, then. How is it that commonplace? Well, people should say... Not everybody grew up with Delta use, money, okay? People should use words correctly, too. And people should, you know, stay in the fucking right-hand lane list you're passing. Oh. And people should do all this other shit. I shit you not, man. On my way... Was it here? No, it was my, on my way from downtown to Oysters. It, it, it literally was an entire line of people in the left lane holding up everything. All and like all the way down sixty six for miles for so, like two miles. So there's conversation that that's come up also on online about if it's like a you know if it's like a highway versus something in town and and someone someone pointed out that and and I had really heard of this theory about that okay that's I'll I'll bite that for a little while because so if you're in town like in Kingman there's two lane actually called a four lane right two lanes yeah, it's a four direction. four lane with the with the suicide Sitting lane in the fine. center so it's four yeah. lanes got two lanes on one side. And, and some people's theory is you should stay over in the left-hand lane most of the time anyway because people are, are slowing down and getting and off and on right. on the right-hand side or getting on the traffic. Absolutely. So I, I can I want to... My counterpoint okay. to that is, because I was anticipating you saying that, right. is when you drive through certain areas of this town where there are no right turns. Okay. In fact, there's almost a mile and a half of that whole stretch that I'm talking about where there's maybe one right-hand turn but there are zero left turns that you can make. So there's no fucking reason for people to be hanging out in the left lane gotcha. unless they're passing. You definitely shouldn't be going 38 and 40 in the left lane. I and and I, 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 again, like I said, true. Like the greatest thing that I, uh, one of the greatest things I ever saw on the highway was coming back from Phoenix a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And that guy was camping out in the left lane. I had to mash on my brakes. A cop saw it, didn't pull me over, and pulled him over, presumably for doing that. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to do that. Yep. I th but I've it, heard they're going to yeah. be reinforcing that a little bit more. Oh, I've heard that too. And I hope so. I hope people, hope some old farts are like, well, why should they be going that fast? And that's not fucking up to you. That's up to me. That's yeah, what that, a cop yeah, should say is like, that, that's not that up it, to you. That the comments you see are so amazing. Like, I'm going the speed limit and that's good enough. Like, you know, whatever. I, I just see that written down and I just start seething. I'm going. I just assume that I put them into a specific age group and demographic. Right. They're, they're in there. I don't even care that badly. Like if I'm in the right-hand lane going to Vegas and, and someone's in the left-hand, you know, I'm going, say, 75 in the right-hand lane, which is slow for a lot of people. I get by I'm in the right-hand lane. And people are ripping by me in the left-hand lane going 90, 100. That doesn't doesn't that bother would, me at all. Doesn't not I've even been a in bit. cars with this fucking pisses people. Where are you going, hot rod, hot shot? Look at him going. Guess he got somewhere important to go. And making comments like this. Yeah, it's going, like why who would, the fuck are you? Why waste the why who waste cares? the brain power? <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. It's like it's not really directly <laughs> affected. It's just an odd thing to say, right? Right. It is. It is. It's dumb. It's dumb to make comment like it's. Uh, anyway, people don't like silence because when they have silence. That's my theory. My theory is that people don't like silence right. because it makes them have to use their brain and start thinking about things, and people don't want to think about things. Yeah. Thinking, it requires energy. It requires uh, – it's not easy to properly think about stuff. People don't really know how to think and solve problems and use their brain Deductive logically. reasoning and whatnot. Yeah, it takes energy and it's effort. It's easier to you know talk about – what do people want to talk about that's vacuous and vapid? Mexican food. Yeah, Mexican food. Mexican like, like food. We did. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Did you have you heard about the Sasha Baron Cohen 
thing, the, the secret the, show he's been working on for like a year and a half. No. There's like a brief clip that was, it, it's, I think it comes out at the end of this month. There's a real brief clip, or he's a, this is just a taste of the show that I put together in secret over the past year or so. And it, the clip is is him posing as a reporter. I think it's a reporter that he's posing as, handing a water, like a water jug, a gallon, like a gallon water jug, and says, "Will you autograph my uh, to Dick Cheney? Sorry, to <laughs> Dick Cheney sitting in a chair, like he's mic'd up, like he's been just being interviewed." He goes, "Well, that was a good interview." Uh, would you mind signing my waterboarding kit? And he, and he started laughing. He goes, I've never been asked to autograph a waterboarding kit. Let's do it. And takes a marker and fucking puts his autograph on there. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. And Dick Cheney was asked for comments. And his like he, he's like, I have no comments. I, have, I don't even remember this situation. It's clearly Dick Cheney. Okay, so. I so wonder what he's done over the past year. I'm so excited is, for that. Is the premise of the show, he is a reporter the there's, whole time? There's no premise to the show that's been released. That is the only clip that's been re- released, and it was released on Twitter, and it was about eight so seconds we don't or know, ten it seconds. Could be, he could be a reporter the entire it, it, movie it, or it show. It could be anything, and he could be interviewing but, people. It could be pretending to be some crazy right-wing looney tune. It could be hundreds of different characters. He Who does. the fuck knows what he's done? Because that guy, well, he reinvents himself all the time. I'm so excited to see that because I want to see, see him embarrass some people and take the piss out of some people because I think it'd be great. Because if you think about it, I mean, it's been a, I haven't thought about him in a while, but now you're th- we're thinking about him. It's like, what the hell has he been up to? Yeah. Right? Well, he's been up to this, apparently. He's been up to laying low and ducking questions, which I, because I, uh, the attached to the news article that was talking about, you know, like, well, what are the, you know, the possibilities are endless of Sasha Baron Cohen because he doesn't give a fuck. Yep. And he's just just barely unrecognizable looking and he's really good at being at acting I mean, out yeah, characters he's, yeah he's so good at being in character yeah staying in character that, that you god only knows what the fuck the guy's accomplished i mean he could have just made people all sorts of people is look there like a fools. is it a a series or a movie it's a, I, I think it's a series i think okay. i think that's is there I a think, date uh i don't know that there is a uh wait how, hold on uh um, it's almost midnight joe that's cool it's good for you. My pants are still on. I think it's called Who Is... Oh, no. Just two hours ago. Just two hours ago. Sasha Baron Cohen dupes Sarah Palin for new TV series. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Borat star has been secretly filming for a new satirical comedy series that will air on TV next week. Oh. It was revealed on Monday of the show titled entitled Who Is America?, would explore, quote, diverse individuals, end quote, in the U.S. across the political and cultural spectrum. Palin wrote on Facebook, yep, we were duped. You got me, Sasha. Do you feel better now? <laughs> this is going to be good. Oh, man, I'm so excited. What? Um, Holy shit. What uh, network? Um, It's, it's going to air on Channel 4, so presumably BBC. Oh, fuck. <laughs> But oh, it's, it's man. like Who is America or What's America? It's called Who is America. So it's not an American network, you're saying? No. Okay. No, I'm not sure how I feel about that. However, I I really want to see. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. Sarah Palin, former governor of Alaska, said she received a request to contribute to quote a legit historical documentary and traveled across the U.S. with one of her daughters to do so. Wow. She wrote quote Baron Cohen, I presume, had heavily disguised himself as a disabled U.S. veteran, fake wheelchair and all. <laughs> oh, my God. Out of respect for what I was led to believe would be a thoughtful discussion with someone who had served in uniform. 
He's also going to piss I, off I, veterans. I sat through a long interview full of Hollywoodism's disrespect and sarcasm, but finally had enough and literally physically removed my mic and walked out, much to Cohen's chagrin. The disrespect of our U.S. military and middle-class Americans via Cohen's foreign commentaries under the guise of interview questions was perverse. Guaranteed, Sarah Palin didn't fucking say that. She doesn't uh, know how to spell most I'm of those say words. That's her quote handler, Holy or her press shit. agent, or somebody. This shit is going to be so fucking funny. Veterans, but it's going to be happy about that either because I know several veterans. No, 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 no. Here's the thing: there's going to be people that are crybabies for veterans that are going to be mad about that. But the it's veterans are like, okay. It's, I think the I think the majority of the vets that are aged say. 25 to probably 45 are going to laugh hysterically at this but shit. But a lot of veterans like I know, Sarah Palin also. And they, they're they're going to be unhappy. Are you, are you sure about that? Oh, no. I think a lot of the veterans that, 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 that liked Sarah Palin when it was Palin McCain 10 years ago are yeah. dead now. Okay. Honestly, I think it was I, old. Veterans, I don't. I don't saying. mean that as any disrespect. I just mean that they were old. Okay. Because uh, like Louis C.K. He's when not he, a veteran. When he. Uh, I, I realize that. But he would go to USO shows and shit, right? Yes. I know I know several guys that were over <clears throat> in country, wherever, some bum-fucked shithole, uh, and got to see him do a USO show. So then when, you know, a couple of years later, he does that bit of the of course but maybe bit yes. where he says, yes. you know, of course, you know, we support the troops and blah, 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 support the troops. But, but maybe if you go over to someone else's country and shoot at them and they shoot you back and you get killed, it's a little bit your fault. Yeah. There or, was a bunch of groans in the audience. You should, understand, you should understand why they're so, shooting back. Right. Yeah, because they're, it's their there, country. There were example. all these groans and moans. That's Yelling at me. He goes, hey, you know what? Fuck you people that have a problem with that. You know where I first told that joke? In front of about 10,000 U.S. Marines in Afghanistan. And if they laughed hysterically, you guys can go fuck yourselves. And then he moved on to the next one. So I asked a, a couple friends of mine about that. I was like, what do you think about that? And they're like, it's true. We went, we went to someone else's country. If somebody else did that to our country. Yeah, we're here right here in Arizona, in the middle of, middle of Arizona. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. we got airplanes flying over, tanks rolling through. Exactly. From we someone 12,000 miles away. Exactly, exactly. So anyway, uh, yeah, he, so I've talked to a few guys that I'm fairly certain will find this shit really funny, especially because you're talking about satire for one. Yes. And it's comedy for two. And three, these people need the piss taken out of them. They have too many things. They have too many handlers that will be like, oh, no, no, we can't say that. Or you're handed a list of questions that are pre-approved and they can't do that. It's like we talked about with the uh, uh, last episode with the intellectual dark web where you have long yes. form, uncut, unedited. Yep. Everything's out there. All of the, all you know, warts and all, so to speak. And that's, I think that maybe what he's going to do. I don't think you're going to see a huge veteran back backlash with that. I think you're going to see, I don't think you're going to see actual veteran backlash. I think what you're going to see are people who are looking for a reason to whine and cry. And more than likely though, he probably is going to be making some kind of a political statement by doing this. Of course questions, he is. Questions he asks and what he kind of does. Everything and, he does is a political oh, statement. Yeah. Just like the, the dictator, the fuck was the name of that movie? Oh God. Well, because he went on this, yeah. there was this whole monologue that he went on. And, he and goes, I never saw that movie. It, I did. I did just because I heard, I watched the monologue. And he goes, imagine if you only 1% of the people, or only 5% of the people in a country owned all the wealth. Imagine how you can control these people. And imagine if you didn't have direct democracy where you had to, you had, the government had control of how many votes each state got or each region. And, did, and he basically, he took all the things that make America, America, that are, that are very true things, wrong and bad, flip yeah. them on their head and then realize that one person or one, or a, or not one person, 
but a he, he used it as like a metaphor as like the dictator is not a person in America. It is a it, it is business or mu- sure. the almighty dollar. Yeah. Rather than a bearded dictator like he was, because that's how he in the movie that's how he ruled. Right. Uh, that's that's how he ruled, and it's all it's all fucking satire, and it all, it's it's meant to take the piss out of people that need the piss taken out of them, and to make other people think. Yep. Which I think I think that might do. Yep. Also, it's like like in Borat when he does the uh when when he uh <laughs> goes to the rodeo do you remember that scene yes oh yes where he goes to the rodeo they're, they're playing the national anthem and stuff like that i believe and he one, yeah. it, and, he, and then they play it's it's just it was it was telling now granted you went into a very specific demographic and group of people mm-hmm. that are going to react say you have 10,000 people in there 9,500 of them are going to act a certain... They're going to react a certain way if you provoke them a certain way. Ford, Apple Pie, and NASCAR. Exactly. And and so... And, and, I, and I, I love all three of those things. Mm-hmm. I don't love NASCAR, but I will watch NASCAR and drink Coors Light. I don't give a shit. Right. It's beer and it's cars. So, but, but those people reacted a certain way and it was very telling because he, he put that in, in there unedited. Right. And there, the bunch of people calling him sand nigger and shit like that. Hey man, he pushed them. He pushed those, sure. those buttons. They pushed back, and he put it on the big and he screen. Exposed it, and yeah. he showed that. Yeah, hey, look, you know, I thought this was you know the brotherly love, my fucking ass, you know, like that kind of thing. And and I think that's a good thing because we don't have a big enough mirror to look at ourselves. It's thought provoking, Lacey. I get you outside yeah. the bubble a little. At least if you're going to look at it. Here's what's interesting: my German friends that uh, make these uh, fancy glider trailers. That when they came here, one of the conventions many years ago when Borat came out, and they watched it. They watched it on the plane coming over, flying oh, over. Jesus! And and they and they were talking about. It with the, Are you familiar with this Borat? He said, "Yeah, it's." And they, and they were like, they were convinced. And I said, "No, you're wrong." They were convinced that guy is a is a is a Jewish British citizen. No, no, they were convinced oh. that he that that the version that they showed on the airplane to the Europeans. Could no way be shown in America with not the same movie because it was it was making us look pretty bad. A lot of Americans over here. It, it made a bunch of people in America look bad, but also, if you remember in that movie, it made a bunch of us look really, really good. It did too, yes, because it, it showed uh, how understanding and how much there, somebody, how there much was a few of that also. About, yes. I, I feel like it was about 50-50 yeah. split. And I think he did that on purpose to show that yes, there's this section of these these guys are assholes, but they have right. that and they have those people. In all countries, all over the place. Sure. The only country I do kind or only like group that I feel bad for in Borat was the uh, the village that that, that that they shot in that was supposed to be his where he's portraying from. Yeah. His, where he's from. Yeah. Because those people really are poor and they really don't have running water and they really don't they really do have open open pit toilets and shit. Yeah. And he used that as a joke, and I don't think that's right. It probably isn't that funny. Um, so it's, but, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Fu- it was funny, and then I found out like a year later, like, oh fuck, all right, that's not funny. This conversation that I had with him, they were still coming. You know, they were here for a number of days, and then we talked about it a little bit off and on. But I'm, you know, when they left, they were still, they he, they were still convinced that it's a different version of movie that they would show us as Americans. I said, no, oh, it's man. the same. It's I don't the, think they do that anymore. Yeah, and. He just thought it would be a bad thing for us to. Sure, I get what you're saying, but I can promise you, Mister Spindleburger, that's his name. It's oh, the same for Herr, Herr Spindleburger. Yeah, yeah, Alfred is his first Al, name. Alfred. Alfred Spindleburger. Yeah. Anyway, are we done? <laughs> See, Master Race. He's no, actually, he's, he's actually he's uh he's black. Wait, he's he's Austrian, I think. 
Well, so oh, is Hitler. So is Hitler. <laughs> Pow! You really got me on that one, Paul. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't Master Race. He was, was Austrian. Austrian. Oh, well, yeah, Hitler, wasn't really, Hitler wasn't really Master Race. No, he actually, he was far from it. He, it was, it was, That's uh, the whole irony of the whole thing. He was far I from... I wouldn't call it irony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the word? Shitty. I, like, I don't know. I mean, he wasn't tall. Hypocritical. He yeah, certainly he didn't have chiseled features. He was a, addicted wasn't to blonde. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't blonde. He was, yeah, he was addicted to drugs. He's probably partially gay. He, he liked hated to be, those people, too. He liked to be uh, peed on. Yeah, well, that's German. He had of. a weird... Nah, that was a Hitler thing. I mean, I, mean, oh. I wouldn't say like all Germans like to be peed on. It's a on. Trump thing. Oh. <laughs> I hope that pee tape makes it out. <laughs> I hope that pee tape... I hope somebody like the Christmas before... It was Christmas 2019. Like okay. the Christmas before... No, no. It would be Christmas 2020. After, like he's maybe... Let's say he's reelected. And... Uh, I hope that that's when the P tape comes out. I want that for Christmas. So you think there really is a P tape? I guarantee you there's a P tape. Okay. That man is so fucking sexually repressed and mm-hmm. so repressed, and not not just sexually, but just repressed in all avenues. Including his short he doesn't, fingers. Because he doesn't, little tiny hands. Oh, it's fucking, I don't buy into that shit. <laughs> no, his, uh, I, I am convinced that he's into some weird shit because most powerful people are into yes. some not deviant. I don't want to call it deviant sexual behavior because I'm not going to judge those people. Thank you for if, not judging if, me. Uh, no, I know. Hey, man, if you if <laughs> if it's like the the lady that liked to watch you pee, you didn't judge her for for it, right? Didn't even slow me down. Didn't even didn't even bat an eye. You're like, nope. oh, then you're like turned to Porter. Like here, <laughs> like, check it out. Yeah. Check out the hose. <laughs> Just peeing on everything. Just playing fireman. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, like I nobody gets to that level of power, and he you know has wielded multi-billion dollar corporations that's some years. kind of guilt and suppression or power fucking well, well but and, being into some shit like you have to yeah. ramp it up you have to yeah. constantly ramp it up and i guarantee yep. you he's been peed on and probably by some russian prostitutes and you think someone has a video i guarantee this. you somebody has a pee tape out there do you think they're waiting for the right price either the right price or the right time okay maybe until he builds everything up and then does it but i think honestly like i like it, it would be funny haha hilarious for that to come out I think it would be damaging to this country. I don't think it would be irreparable or irreversible damage. I think it, but I think it would be, it would damage us for, it wouldn't help. No, no, I think, and I think it would be really bad. I think it would be really bad because there's a lot of people that put, there's a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of decent people out there that voted for Trump. Sure. There's maybe a few of those people that voted for Trump that regret it. Sure. And there's probably still quite a bit, quite a few more of people who voted for him that still hold out hope that what he's doing is right, and they put a lot of fucking eggs in their and in would the basket probably vote him. for him again potentially. Sure. Um. So I think with all of those, if you took all of those people and dis like hugely disappointed them with something like that, especially the religious right, those folks. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how that's going right. I don't. Now. I, don't I don't get that. I don't know that. Well, I. I mean, if that if that were to come out that he was part of these. Uh, "Quote unquote deviant sexual things and things like that. Like the guy might drink or might not drink, never done drugs, but I I find we talked to this before. I find that to be a problem to not even uh, dabble a little bit in I, alcohol I, or I, you know what I, I mean. Just, it, it's a little. I, I'm not saying he should be a drug user. So I'm just saying it's a little bit of an issue with me if you yeah, drink I, a little bit or smoke weed a little bit at some point. 
He says he hasn't done anything like that. Right. And and he had a decent excuse for the not excuse, uh, a reason for the uh, alcohol thing was that his was it his brother? His brother was just ra- his older brother I think is raging alcoholic. Yeah. And saw that and saw what kind of damage that did and and if you saw that, you know, if your brother's Six, seven, eight years older than you, and you saw what kind of damage that did. It's going to turn you off from it. I guess, especially if you, if you think you might have the propensity to do the same thing. Of course, and like, I but here's be the thing: that. if you've got that genetic uh, predisposition to be addicted to something, he's addicted to something. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's beside the point. I do think, while it would be like I said, funny, haha, and uh, just like people, every once in a while, Jay Leno, not Jay Leno, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, Jimmy Fallon will crack blowjob jokes whenever clinton's name comes up Mm -hmm. 1998 was when the door was kind of shut on that whole Mm -hmm. uh investigation we're still cracking jokes about it imagine what imagine what would happen and that was just a blowjob in the oval office imagine russian hookers peeing on the now president of the united states what kind of fucking damage would that would do it would just it would just shake faith you know and everything well Uh, but what if he if he got peed on before he was elected you know, which obviously is the case, we think. So. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when he did it or had it happen. You could be peed on on fucking CNN right now. I'm just saying you've got half the people in this country don't like him. Right? They, they don't half look the like co- a half the normal people. couple. I know they're walking down the stairs. Oh, there they look, they look like every rich guy couple. <laughs> they do. She's 30 years, 35 years younger than him. Yeah, and they're just... She's, she's, she's or 30, like, 30 years younger than him. Yeah. They look like every rich guy couple. Like, I'm surprised that you don't have Holy a fucking Holy crap. Look how much Greece spends on defense compared to... Look at where... U.S. is number one pretty far out there. But holy oh, crap, wow. a moly. Yeah. You need to back that up a that's little bit. Uh, maybe that's why they're anyway. Baroque. Shit. Nobody's invaded Greece in fucking 500 years anyway. Invade there's... something in Greece. Yeah. Ooh, it's greasy. All right, we're done. Yeah, I guess we're done. Thank God. Whatever. I was trying to make a point, but I guess we can get wait, out wait, of here. Wait, 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 wait. Point about peeing and on someone? What I'm saying is, is that something like that could be really, just really, really destabilizing. So, like, right now we've got kind of a balance going on. It sounds shitty, but we've got a balance. 50%, we'll call it 50-50. Mm-hmm. 50% of the people in this country can't fucking stand Trump and think he's the worst goddamn president ever. Mm-hmm. The other 50% are damn glad that they elected him. Imagine if the other 50%... The fifty percent that are damn glad that he got elected. Imagine if they decided that they hated him because sure. he was pee- peeing on her. He was colluding with Russia or something like that. Imagine what would happen if a hundred percent of the people hated the I guy. I don't think that would happen. I think that I, again, I, it's forty-five or forty percent and forty, and then the, the independent voters make the okay, difference. Okay, fine. Fucking four. Imagine if eighty percent of the people hated the guy in office right now. I don't think they. But would he do that. didn't do anything illegal, so you can't physically remove him. You have to just let it ride out. Okay. I think that that would be a fucking problem. I think that would destabilize things. But I think that forty percent of the people that voted for him, whatever, what you know, what I'm saying that yeah. whatever. I, I think they would if if a tape came out. I don't think they would care. I really don't think they would care. No. If they don't right. care about Russia, one of our enemies, having their shit on us and making an effect. Why would they care about P? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair enough. But maybe mm. that's like we talked about. What's the limit? Yeah. You know? All right. That's, that's enough it. questions for now. I need. I think Paul needs to go to bed. I, I do. He, he's a tired boy. Okay, it's, it's midnight plus, and I'm working tomorrow. I can give it 5.15 or 5.20. All right. So there. Well... And Fine. I, I think my body okay. is recovering as fast as it used to. 
Yeah, it happens when you hit 70. <laughs> All right, age jokes. How is Trump doing it? I don't know. He's 72 or 3 or 4. 72, I think. I think 71, something like that. Doesn't I bet he's getting, matter. I bet he's getting, uh, what do you want to call that? Uh, he's getting uh, stem, stem, uh, stem cells. He's getting some B12 shots. He's uh, Or maybe he hasn't done hard work and fallen off of planes and run into planes and done any of that shit like you've done your entire life. Oh, is that what happens? The machine starts to get beat up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. His machine's never been beat up. He's just kind of a guy. He's just a fucking meat sack. He's an all-American guy, Joe. He's a regular, good old... He's a meat sack. Okay, fine. All right, we're going to... Oh, God, I don't like watching him shake hands with Putin. Yep, I'm going to say goodnight. They're so slimy. All right, sign sign, sign, it. There they go. Uh Uh, All right, I'm saying goodnight. 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 Thank mm-hmm. you.